Yeah, you know, today's a special episode. Special. Special. Do you know why it's special, Philip? Do you want to know why it's special? Because we saw Winky D perform live for the first time since the pandemic. It's Beyonce oh season. My God, the queen. Oh my God. The, the queen. The queen, queen is back. A buzz. A buzz. A buzz. Beyonce. It's, it's Beyonce season, people. And I feel like you guys are not taking it as seriously as you should be. Never has creating unemployment sounded so good. Unemployment anthem. Oh my god. Let's go. No, Zanu, you won't. It's Beyonce. It's time to quit jobs. We quitting jobs, quitting jobs and snatching wigs over it's here. It's unemployment Philip. season. Unemployment season out here, son. Psh, unemployment season has returned. Also, Come Philip, on, it's, it's, it's our time, Philip. It's house time. EDM time. It's our time. We've been waiting for the time for a long time. I don't like that. I'm, you know the thing is, in, in a few weeks I'll explain some of the moves I've been making behind the scenes. But these past two weeks I've cried tears of actual joy. I was like, oh my god. I worry about you know things are tough for me right now, but ah, Mandinuera through Pasiaka Ipa. Do you want to say thanks to Beyonce? Is that why, Philip? Is it Beyonce who saved your life? Yes, and Aubrizel. Thank you, Beyonce. Thank you, Aubrey. I suppose we'll talk about that later when we review music. Thank but you, our queens. You did a solid. Look. In 2022. Okay, we we'll talk about that later. Like but then, then actually, we need to be serious, then, because uh, this weekend it was it was real. Let me Good to go. Now, then we reminded their levels to this. They are they levels. Are, they are their levels to this. <laughs> their levels to this. <laughs> ah, they are levels to this. What a weekend, people. What a weekend. Hey. Um mm. let's let's actually start the show. You know, let's do what we normally do. It is a special episode and we're gonna explain why explain why in just a moment. But Philip, are you? Okay, wait. I'm still good to go. Sound of the them. Philip, ex- explain to me why this 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 equipment that we've just purchased has just decided to stop working. I don't. Then, well, if you used it before I made the first payment, we could have returned it. But now it's late. Ah, guys. 
<laughs> Wait, okay, let's see. Okay. If no. I reset it and I don't use it. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, to one more episode of your favorite podcast. It's Two Broke Twimbles back again. And you know what? You know what? You know what, Philip? You know what? We need to stop it for this one. You know what, what Philip? It's our 300th what? episode! <laughs> Other podcast could never. Who, who, who can pull it off, Philip? Who can pull it off? I mean, I mean. Nah. <laughs> they ended appearances on the trot. Still going strong in the game. Huh? At the peak of our abilities. Messi could never. Could never. Could never. It's your boy, Danny, that guy, a.k.a. Danos, the Mad Titan, a.k.a. Denford, Wegumaraini, a.k.a. Denimbi, my life, your entertainment, a.k.a. I'm down with these streets. Count me among the top three in Zimbabwe. Redefine. Mm. A.k.a. Danny Moo. Only the unmistakable, the irrefutable, the unquestionable, the indefinable, the, the incontinable. The opening up for nobody, Bill. Phil Chadik, if I've lost the big boss, baby. If it's a AK Sexington Lofu. AK Filthy Phil. AK DJ Mkarat. What's going on, B? And of course, Shamari. We're back again. For the 300th time. An episode of Two Broke Twimbos. Back. 300. 300 episodes again. then. What, what do we have to show for it? What do we have to show for it? We have faulty equipment. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the equipment is fine. My my configuration was just off, so let me not let me not let me not make fun of the equipment. But yeah, mm, uh, uh, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, you, you know what's yeah. <laughs> it was dear vengeance. So let's start off with Zimbabweans <laughs> doing it big, and Philip. Philip, you know, uh, the Zimbabwean doing it big, I want to share with you this week. Uh, featured mm. in uh, Black Music Coalition's tw- uh, Excellence Honorees 2022. These are people that have had an incredible year professionally, working tirelessly within the UK music industry for their organizations. Oh, I see where this might be going. I see where this might be going. The surname, uh, Mavunga, Philip. First name, Danai. Ha! You didn't know where it was going, did you? Get out of here, Philip. I did, actually. It was Danai Mavunga. Then, of course, I knew it was going. <laughs> Danai Mavunga, founder of 49 West, co-founder of Pepper, and co-founder of Afro Paradise, featured in this year's uh, Excellence Honorees 2022 for Black Music Coalition. So, yeah, congratulations to Danai doing the thing. The surname may sound familiar. That's because, apparently, music runs in the genes. It it runs in the family. So mm. congratulations, Danai Love Mavunga. Mm. Good work, eh? Good work. So yeah. 
Um, apart from I that, don't know, Philip, Dan, why don't you why don't you check our show notes because there is actually a Zimbabwe another Zimbabwe doing it big. Oh please, please, you you can go ahead and introduce that that Zimbabwe doing it big. Don't have to leave it all to me, Philip. Okay. Mm, we've got to give a shout out to Chichi Sabeta, who was selected to be the overall winner of the FIFA CIS Sports Management Project, and she was she was uh, adorned with a certificate. By none other than Dan's favorite, Coach Arsene Wenger, who is the Chief of Global Development. And he handed her the certificate when she was in Switzerland. So shout out to Chichi for, for, for flag the flag high. And we hopefully you'll come back home and coach the Warriors because we know that is, that is going to be the fulfillment of all your dreams and ambitions. Coaching the Warriors, even though we don't have a stadium to play in at the moment, but you'll be here. Positive vibes, Philip. We push and pee, push and pee. Congratulations, Chi Chi, mm. doing your thing. Push, push, how did how did pushing P end up for Ghana? How did that work out for him? He's pushing the penitentiary. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it's not funny. A black man is in jail. It's not funny. Did you see? Did you see when Chloe posted a video with um, uh, who's that? The comedian, the skit comedian. Yeah, was, what's his name? Oh my goodness. Uh, Drewski. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I actually didn't first, see this one. First thing that came to my mind was no, I mean it was just a, a skit they had Run recorded. Yes, yeah, someone someone was uh, someone was posting like a behind the scenes, and she was you know that laugh that you know that laugh laugh like you're not just laughing like ah that was funny that laugh like yo this is the funniest thing I ever seen in my life. That's what she was doing. She actually collapsed to the floor. And people were just like, people were just like, damn, Ghana seeing this mm. video in jail right now. And like, <laughs> and I was like, you know, if you make a girl laugh like that, I mean, hey, sh- that's why it's disrespectful. Philip is disrespectful for other people to make your girl laugh. I'm just saying, just putting it out there. Like you, you can crack mm. a joke a little I, bit. I, I was like, saying like any woman of mine, <laughs> nah, fam, any woman of mine, if you're like, you, you don't laugh at nobody, you, you better sit and watch that Netflix special. Wagamunwagamunwagamunyarara. <laughs> Just no. stone face. Just you can uh, chuckle, like you can be like, huh, "That's all right," you know, as if like I've heard better. That should be that should be your whole vibe when you laugh at a joke told by someone else that's not your man's. Okay, especially when your man's is known for being funny. I'm just saying, you know, mm. Philip, you and I run a, 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 a podcast that's based on comedy. I'm just saying, if someone else cracks a joke, the best you can do is okay. like, you know, that laugh fall to the mm. floor. Laugh now. Nah, mm. I'm sorry, that's disrespectful. Mm. Which Cape Town comedians are ruffling your feathers? Oh no, this is not a personal issue. It's not a personal issue. Oh, but let's really? follow up on uh, previous course. discussions from last day, from f- previous episodes. Um, hey Phil, did you know that the curfew has been lifted in Zimbabwe? Yes, then it's in the show notes in the document that we're supposed to be looking at together. Yes, it's, it's right. I, I put it right there. I even copied and pasted all the relevant co- text. That's where I'm. Up to 300 episodes, as you guys can tell, we're a finely old machine. That is where I'm. Re- I'm. I'm. Philip, this is showbiz. I'm giving you a layup, a setup for you to mm. add color. That's. Do you want me to say as we are oh, reading yes. in front yes, of us Dan. here? <laughs> Dan, isn't it a coincidence that curfew was lifted just a day? No, actually two days after Ja Praiser was forced to cut his set short. Hmm. Suspicious. We'll get How into more. We'll get into more details about Ja Prezer, but uh, yeah, apparently curfew has finally been lifted, and to which everyone responded, 
Kongsi ni kevu. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, to the surprise of many, including police officers, uh, apparently there's a curfew there. Did you know this? The surprise of no one, really. Surprise of no one. Mm. Um, but you know what, Philip? We, I think this should be our our main discussion. I want to get. It. I don't know if unless you want to discuss um these other things that you have in the show notes here about uh, the Zimbabwean exemption permit. I mean, look uh, for those people who plan on not being kicked out of South Africa. Uh, did you want to get Yeah, it's not looking good, eh? So Yeah. Long story short, eh, okay, I don't know if anyone's really been following this. I've been I've been paying like a I, No, I've been following it. Dan. Lots of people yeah. have been following this. What do, what do you mean? In fact, wait, should, yes. you should oh, you of all people should be following this closely. It, it it wouldn't necessarily apply. So it it applies to there's a group of people who had this exemption permit, and then if you rem, if you remember uh, some months ago, the it was announced that that exemption permit was coming to an end, and it was not going to be renewed, and that obviously meant that potentially thousands of Zimbabweans were going to be deported back to Zimbabwe from South Africa. And uh, it caused a huge uproar and it led to a whole other, you know, a bunch of discussions. In fact, uh, um, you know, the the xenophobes in South Africa, oh, they love that news. My goodness. Hey, hey, de huri. Yeah. Anyway, so it, it's been um, it's been a, a huge talking point over the last few months in in South African, polit- uh, South African politics. And I think a lot of people have been playing close, paying close attention, uh, those who have that exemption permit. But... Yeah, so I, I hadn't seen this update now that you had posted. Um, I would be I would be keen to hear uh, a summary, Philip. Please. Uh, so yeah, bas- basically, the Helen Susan Foundation uh, launched legal action against the cabinet's decision to terminate the Zimbabwean exemption permit, and then the f- uh, foundation has received threatening responses. Its director said, um, "So that's been a little concerning, a little worrying." Um, and as you mentioned, um, in November twenty twenty one, the Cabinet made the decision to not renew these permits, and Susan was fighting it because they received, um, and they've basically commented that they've received an alarming amount of threatening responses to the announcement that the foundation is challenging Home Affairs Minister Aaron Matsualedi's decision to terminate. So, they, they, in in essence, they they're under fire, but they seem to be fighting not only for Zimbabwean rights but for human rights because it's more of a human rights issue, considering that. Um, the argument is that the, con- the the conditions with which uh, under which people left Zimbabwe have not only um, they haven't improved, but they've actually gotten worse. So people need to stay, and there have been people, there have been many arguments, or not, not arguments, but many comments from people online who have saying, "Hey, my domestic work is Zimbabwean. I have staff who are Zimbabwean. What can I do?" And the, the response has basically been like, "Unless." this directive changes, there's, there's really not much you can do legally. So it's a little concerning, but I don't know. I've been thinking about it th- th- this past week and part of me hates what's happening, but part of me, I understand, I can understand the South Africans grievance and I, I don't know what it, I don't know. It's, it's like, it's literally a rock, but a rock and hard place. Like do people come home and suffer and then, 
and then like the, some of the common arguments are like if people come home it was Zimbabweans return there's now a big enough electorate to change things but that's a theory it's not fact we're like will it change things we don't even know I mean I don't know man South Africans don't even have to think about that right so for those of you who are not Zimbabweans in South Africa you may be wondering what we're talking about as a brief summary I think we touched on it earlier but Zimbabweans who were undocumented in South Africa were given an exemption Zimbab- permit. Yeah, as the, especially for Zimbabwe, it's called the Zimbabwean exemption permit. So it it was in 2017 and it expired in 20 I think well I think they renewed it several times but anyway it expired in 20 yeah. at the end of 2021 and the threat was a whole bunch of Zimbabweans who were given this permit to continue living and working in in South Africa would then have to be deported. I think it was then announced that it would be extended a little bit longer, but the talk was it wouldn't be extended further. So um, the the thought process then is that there's a whole bunch of Zimbabweans in South Africa who are undocumented or who are there not using the usual means who are under this exemption permit and all of a sudden they'll have to come back to Zim. So that's what we're talking about. And, and, and Phil is referring to this foundation that's um, that's fighting for that. So I didn't know about the, the foundation coming through, but I, I was wondering when it would take in effect and when we would see the influx of South African Zimbabweans coming back. But uh, we <laughs> wait and see. And Indeed. Indeed. Like, like Phil is saying also like, Nay, Philip. Yes, Dan. That's, do I not sound louder and clearer now? You do, Dan. I don't know why you didn't tell me earlier. You know, I was, I, what was, was wrong? I was, anyway, it's fine. I had, I had reduced the volume a little bit because I didn't want to make noise for you. Um, anyway, long story short, like Phil has already sort of alluded to from a South African viewpoint, like obviously you want people to be legally in there, right? So it's understandable why the nah, thought process it's is not, not, it's not just about legally in there. It's, it's more so. There's extenuating circumstances that necessitated the need of that permit. Now the issue has been South Africa now has sixty percent youth, sixty uh, percent youth unemployment. That's a that's a crisis on their end. So they're like, "Yo, we need to fill these jobs, but you're giving these jobs to foreigners." And xenophobic notions aside, there is merit in that argument. There is merit in that conversation. Um, and the I also I also can see the merit in saying this exemption was not given on a permanent basis. This was given on a temporary basis. So are we renewing this ad infinitum? So that's it, right? So I was looking at the numbers. There are 178,000 Zimbabweans in South Africa on that permit, which is huge. Um, and... I think the what what the the foundation Helen Susman Foundation have been saying is that they're there legally. So now you've just changed policy, and one hundred seventy eight thousand people are now illegal, and that's that's not right. Maybe you have to change uh, uh, something to make them, you know. I don't know. Like I don't know. I I don't I don't study policy and international uh, uh, immigration and whatever. So I don't know what would need to change, but. I, I, it's obviously a very difficult thing to to figure out, uh, but mm. yeah. So that's interesting. Uh, if you are living in South Africa and you are under this permit, we would love to hear from you. Hit us up and let us know. But uh, let's move on to other things, Philip. 
Yeah, well, we're having a quick episode. So we've been joined by our first host. I'm hoping they've prepared their talking points because Dan and I are speaking for a short while and then we are taking a break. After 300 episodes, we need, we need some time out, Dan, you know, since I'm R&R. And we want to give you the opportunity. So because since you think it's so easy, all right, you do it then. Uh-huh. It's easy, eh? All right. So you do it. Hello, Chengatai. <laughs> how do you do? You? Good, thank you. Thank Welcome. Thank you, thank you. Congratulations on 300 episodes. Really, thank I'm really you. impressed to be here. <laughs> Yeah, honored. You are honored. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we. Like so we're we're ready now. We're ready. Yes, what okay. would you like to talk about? Where are the others? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, okay, you're the first okay. one. Come well, through. I guess we could talk about like maybe. Okay, that's the music segment. So maybe that'll be at the end. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, how has Zimbabwe embarrassed us this week? Because it seems like every week there's something. Um, last week it was the Meekles thing. So I don't know. Has Zimbabwe embarrassed us this week? This was an embarrassment free week and we don't know what you're talking about. about We have no idea. Well, no idea what you're talking about. Zimbabwe never (laughs) embarrassed. Honestly, Zimbabwe is a bastion of innovation and Mm -hmm. what, what could possibly embarrass industrial revolution, fourth industrial revolution. (laughs) No, because I was thinking that Zimbabwe, with the way that this stuff has been happening, we should probably have like a segment <laughs> for that. But yeah, you're right. Zimbabwe is amazing. I mean, it's and it, it sets an example for all countries. You know, like. Are you encouraging us to have a segment <laughs> where we highlight? Embarrassing things. Zimbabweans embarrassing us, embarrassing us doing it. You don't really have to do much research. <laughs> Zimbabweans doing it small. That's what it uh, well, yeah. you know, what, it's just so happy. The boys, are you caught up? Yes. Yes. I am not. not. Okay, can we at least talk about like the first episode? Once again, if you knew the show structure, the no. show structure starts where? Where do we start? Oh, uh, with uh, Zimbabweans doing a dig. And then we go to? And then we go to, I don't know, stuff like Gaga Ga section. Or? No. <laughs> Actually, I mean, we can we accept that. Back Cardi, we can accept that. Cardi stuff. to talk about the, the, oh, yeah. the COVID being lifted. Cardi then after Cardi, then after Cardi, Cardi comes and goes. So I wasn't sure. Mm. See, these people—they claim to be fans. They claim. They claim. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan, guys. I've been listening to you for like a decade. My brother introduced me to you guys like in 2012. Mm. If it if, 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 your brother and the fact that you look just like him, yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't have known why. <laughs> we look alike. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it's very obvious. It's, it's really uh, we, we love to see okay. it. We love to see it. But look, we're not here to just discuss mm-hmm. about your family. This is of not the, the this is two, not Kumbuleka no. children. <laughs> um I, I figure Phil, let's tell Chenge here about our experience at uh, the redefined you know I mean? Let, Let's show how it's done. So th- this, is, this is how you should prepare your talking points. You know what I mean? Keep the conversation going, keep it light. So <clears throat> thank you. Thank you, Dan. So um, 
as 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 I've been highlighting the past few weeks to guys, I'm outside, and I'm and I'm pulling Dan with me outside, and I was like, Dan, we have to go. And Dan was there, and I was like, No, Dan, we have to go. And tweeted it. Dan was like, yeah, Phil, let's go. And Dan pitched up at my door with not just a general access ticket. No, 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 no. Not a VIP ticket. No, 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 no. no and no, came no. with the double VIP ticket, the gold armband. Wow. The one that it doesn't have a price on the front because it cannot be purchased no, not for love. It's a mind. Willy Wonka. It's a Willy Wonka okay. ticket. Okay. So we 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 rocked it. We went with the special queue. We didn't even stop. We just kept walking. So like, take us please. Like, oh, sorry, sir. Please, couldn't tell you. Oh, <laughs> forgive forgive me for even asking for your ticket right this way. No, please don't follow the hoi polloi. Uh, go over there on the gold gilded carpet. We were carpet. adorned with our arm, and then we entered the VVIP section, which was a small. Well, it was actually quite a sizable. It was actually quite a sizable portion in front of the stage. It confusingly. Confusingly yeah, big and it was right around section. the stage, which was also confusing, but it had about, I think all in all, it had what, I think 12 tables, Dan? 12 is a fair, probably yeah. 12 so tables 12, and yeah. two large couches. They could probably seat four to six people comfortably. White couches, by the way. Mm. So so Dan and I were actually looking because we, we were one of the la- the later people to arrive and there were, there were only a few tables left and we saw one right at the front. And we're like, ah, wonderful. There we go. And Dan and I walked to the front and we had prime, prime we were like literally the closest to the stage. We had prime viewing angles. We were like, lovely. This is great. And within 30 to 45 minutes, people who weren't wearing VVIP bands were in the section. And I was like, oh, Okay, that didn't take long. I, I I would have thought it would have taken a little longer, but that was quick. Okay, then. All right, it's going to get interesting. Phil, <laughs> Phil, just before you continue, I've had a brilliant idea. That? We need a new we, we need a new section on well, our show. Being outside. <laughs> you got and 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 this this is how we do it, like this. And we back outside. You said you outside, but you ain't that outside. <laughs> that's that's the intro. Perfect. Continue. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, we managed to, to catch DJ Irock, and geez, now why is his name escaping me, Dan? Your your colleague, Abisha Palma. Abisha Palma. Abisha Palma. Of former Judgment Yard, um, rocking the stage, and it was. So wait, so Phil, you're just moving past this, okay? I know you've, okay, good. you've highlighted. That's why you, you're hoping. You, you, it's a tag team, man. Hey, hey, you, I say you say. It's I just, say, I feel like say. you're not really highlighting that we were in the VVIP section. <laughs> I don't think you really highlighted that part. <laughs> like if, I, if, if, you wanted, if you wanted to give a nookie to Scott, we could have just, hey, you know, could have mm. if we wanted. But of course, you don't act like that when you're in the VVIP section. I don't expect you to know about and that. We, we, were, we, were, we were literally rubbing shoulders uh, with presidential spokesman um, and Dan's favorite, uh, Mr. Mangwana. He was there with. He was there within the section. We right were sharing us. straws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it was like Lady and the Tramp, really. You know, just. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. So Chenge, has it, is it now clear that we were in the VVIP section? Yeah, I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> I saw some clips on your Twitter, Phil, and it looked like you had a pretty good bill. 
Like, um, yeah, yeah, for the first hour, I, I think I it's, it's because view. we were in the VVIP section. That's where you could get the good view from the VVIP. There were two V's. Uh, where, where were you? Which section were you in? That <laughs> sounds like you're making fun of us. <laughs> So anyway, um, I'm not going to discuss how terrible security is in Zimbabwe because we've discussed in previous episodes. But yay, it was it, it was. It, don't you kind of feel? Don't it. you kind of feel bad for like the the Mbingers who were given that VVIP section, and then like by the time Natia was performing, it's like ah. Cool. Do you know what I feel bad for? What? I feel bad for the people who were supposed to on that couch, and then when they arrived, <laughs> they would just get a youth all over that couch. <laughs> I imagine imagine you're in a VVIP section and then you see someone wearing a Lois Vuitton jacket. I mean, even I would be- and, no and, and uh, um Dan is not exaggerating. There was someone standing next to us in a Lois Vuitton and Vuitton without the O. There was no there was only one vowel in Vuitton. It was just TN at the end and then Lois like Lois Lane. I wanted to take a picture, but he was a rather large fellow, you know. So I was like, you know what? Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Man, he turns out, he just he has the, he sees the flash. He turns around and there you are. <laughs> take a picture of my jacket. But anyway, um, let's, let's get on to the show. So we're, we're there. Obviously, warm-up acts are, are doing their thing. Abisha Palmer, Iraq doing, they're doing great. They're, they're doing what they came to do. But, you know, we came to see Nati. Nati then eventually comes onto the stage. About 7.30 p.m. About 7.30, I'd say, or a little bit after 7.30 p.m. About 7.30 p.m. And one of the <clears throat> one of the amazing things about HICC that I forgot during the pandemic is because it's a closed theater, the energy is all contained in that room. And... Yeah, I, it, it, it was an, it was a sight to behold. Just you know how I amped that crowd was because it was it was it was a packed house. They were it at, was a packed house. at least five thousand. I would say maybe closer to six six between six. Yeah, towards the end of night ten, towards the end of the night ten thousand were in there. Uh, ten, but it was packed. It was definitely packed. I'm exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. So, but I think of those five thousand, only one thousand paid. <laughs> this is also true. So the energy electric. Abisha Palm and Irak are already dropping it. And then Natio comes on stage. Keep in mind, this is my first time seeing Nati perform at such a large venue. I think this is Nati's first ever really big performance. Um, where he's a top build act, mm-hmm. period. And tears damn near falling down my face. I'm like, mm! you know, comes out to open doors, kills it. Um, he literally, he literally opposite. opened a door. He had props on. So he opened it. Open doors, open doors. They, they, they really paid attention to the finer details. Um, his management team had I love Natio t-shirts and sweaters. They had ability extension flags in the crowd. You know, they, they, they were doing their best. So what, one of the mistakes. Ungade, clearly, Ungade. Yes, sorry, Philip. Mm. That became quickly apparent was when you put all the stage in front of VVIP, there's just a lot of emptiness. So it quickly started filling up with people. And in the beginning, I wasn't mad at it because Nati needed, you know, a receptive crowd mm. to perform to. But then there was just some weird characters that were there. Dan, do you remember that fellow who was left hanging for two songs? <laughs> so, so, so you know what happens, right? At, uh, if you're close to the stage at a concert, people reach out their hands because they want, you know, they want the artist to, uh, you know, high five or put their hand. 
but but you know the, he he was really reaching out his hand because he he wanted he wanted a big up you know he wanted daps from Natio. So Natio to his credit, he, he's doing that to different Nati people. Kept no, but he kept looking. It was amazing. To was other like, people, no, I'm, I'm saying to, to other people, it's like hey hey hey. And my man's was like nah, I came here for one thing only, and that's to touch Natio's fist. <laughs> and then Nati, the, the, the funny part is, is when Nati finally acknowledged him after two and a half songs, he didn't give him the the fist. He gave him the open hand. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel but so at, at this point Nati is now running through his set and it's it's mwah, mwah, it's mwah, it's beautiful it's lovely and Dan and I are like oh my gosh like Nati Nati's got the streets unlocked like could this be the you know the the passing of the torch you know what I mean we, we're all, we're caught in that moment you know what I mean we're like what like because once again the crowd is energetic. They're singing it word for word. Nati's delivering an amazing set. It's call and response. You can see people know the songs. They are singing the songs for him. At some, I remember I was, say, I was saying to Phil, I was like, ooh, Nati needs to bring on some dancers or something. And like next song, bam, bunch of dancers just rock out and there's levels. He's hitting wardrobe changes in between songs. He's like, he's like Janet Jackson on tour. He's killing it. There's, killing there's, game. I, I literally said he needs dancers and pyrotechnics. The dancers came out and then the stage just fire. Like as a, as a little editorial note as well. So there, there were flamethrowers for stage flamethrowers on either side. Um, this is the first time I've seen the gas canister that supplies the flamethrower with the flame exposed to the crowd. Like literally Dan and I could just knock on the gas canister. Like if we wanted to be bastards, we could just close the gas or since it's winter, we could literally have stolen the gas canister and walked out with gas so we could do cook or heat ourselves at home. It, 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 it's, it's the small thing. That push, and and pee, also push and pee, Philip. Push and because pee. There was, push and pee. There was, there was, there was, yeah. Okay, yeah, pushing pee. So let's just say, it, I think they were too busy to put barricades at the front. So there were people who were coming up to the side of the stage and like trying to get really close to Nati and take photos. But there was one security guard who was trying to stop them because the, the pyrotechnic machine is right there. And I think eventually he gave up because he couldn't stop them because he angry yeah, Also, he was streaming. So, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> he was streaming. So, so, so to address that issue, they just kept letting the pyrotechnic machine off periodically and just singeing people's eyebrows. <laughs> and then that's what kept them fed up back. <laughs> but the, the smell of burning flesh and hair was a, was a better deterrent. That, that notwithstanding, I mean, Natio gave a great performance. He, of, it, mm, it was coming up like Dad and I, I. I personally, I was, I was, I was hyped. I was going word for word. We need, we need, when he dropped "Be My Girl," I was, ah, I was like, yeah. you know and, I mean? and the thing is, like when, like sometimes you worry, like you wonder, is the crowd eating it up as much as we are, or is? Is he really, you know, like, is he really going to, has he got the crowd? My man's would be like, oh, my ladies, are you there? You just hear deafening screams. Or, you know what I mean? He's like, it's like, I need to put your, I need everyone to put their lights out. He's got a sea of phone lights. <sighs> my man, Nati, yeah. yo. So, Nati does, Andy Baby Power, does a, does an encore, kills it. Then, uh, Abisha Palmer. Wait, wait, wait. And Ira Before, did, you, did you see how Nati ended it? With the with the flip, yes, then I was there. Yes, yes, I, I, think it's, I think it's I worth saying he obviously went and hired a gymnast instructor or something because he like he literally. No, and even if with, with, scroll up to the Nadio episode, he speaks about him starting as a as a dancer. Mm. 
So like he does a little dance routine and ends it with a backflip and what water gets off stage. Crowd goes wild. They lose it. Oh, and you, you can see people around us like, okay, all right. Okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the, the, the next question is immediately who's coming on next. So I, as someone who looked at the poster and knowing what HICC is and knowing who was going to be in attendance, I, I, I was like, we know who should come out last. But he's not going to come out last for reasons we'll get into on, on, on another day. I think now's not the day or the time to discuss the, the reasons and the imaginations of why. But what was a bit concerning was the time. So we immediately noticed that, oh, um, this might take a while. Because I think this is now, Nati finishes set at quarter to eight, around quarter, was it quarter to eight or quarter, quarter to, to nine? nine? Well, yeah, let's like 8.40. He was on for just yeah. over an hour, which is impressive. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Mm. I knew it was around the quarter to the hour mark. And we were, we were told 10 minutes. And we're like, oh, great, 10 minutes. It's a good changeover. It's good. And then 10 minutes came and went. It was 15. Then it was 20. And then somewhere in between that, uh, KVG comes on stage. And we're, the crowd goes uh, hype for KVG. And her and Abisha Palmer are doing their thing on stage. And now it's 25 minutes. And now it's 30 minutes. And as Dan and I, as people who are familiar with some of the things that go on in the industry, we're keeping a close eye on IROC. And to his credit, he, he held it down. But you could see the, the stress levels with DJ IROC picking up, you know, a little higher each time. And then, and then you start seeing the, 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 the look at the watch and, you know, the, the, the conversations backstage. And you see Abisha Palmer going back and forth. And we're like, uh-oh. Um, it sounds like maybe they're trying to figure out who's going to come out next. And we also saw people affiliated with both camps. We're not going to mention any names walking back and forth. And we're like in the beginning, they're all hyped. Ah, guys, what's up? You good? Blah, blah, blah. No dabs. They're enjoying their drinks. Then we saw them again. They're a little more disgruntled, walking a little faster. The third time we saw them, they were literally pissed off walking back and forth. So it was a bit, it was a bit concerning. A little concerning. But Dan and I remained vigilant. Resolute. So I did that. And, you know, Dan, I'll let you take over from here. Sure. Maybe just out of interest with, uh, we now have a little bit of a crowd going on here. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the 300th episode of T-Broke Twimbos. And with all these paying people, how are we still broke? What's going on? Uh, did, you, did you see the email of the submission from Patreon? Like, Naomi. I see we no longer have patrons. What's going on? Anyway, we'll discuss that on another day. We're pushing Pete today. Um, I would love to. So for those of you who've just joined us, Phil and I are describing our experience at the Redefined concert, which happened this past Saturday, which uh, featured three artists, Ja Praiser, Winky D, and Nati O. We've just described Nati O's incredible performance. So proud of him. He's done his thing. The crowd clearly loved him. There was a crowd of maybe 6,000, maybe even more people that were in the HICC Energy was amazing. Then, now we're in this situation that Phil has described where nothing is happening. The DJ is just playing music. Because when he first came on, it's like, yo, my DJ's got 10 minutes while we change over to the next artist. And it's now an hour. And you can see the DJ sweating like, yo, what do I play? Even a DJ sub. Do I need, I got a sub. Do I need to play EDM now? Or Because the crowd, you know? Anyway. Who do you think should have gone next oh. between Ja Praiser and Winky D? 
I would love to hear other people. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go around the room. Let's start with Chenge as uh, the first person who joined us. Who would you, in your opinion, should who should start and who should end? Two artists, Chop Praise and Winky D. And this is nothing to do with who you love or who you don't love. Just your opinion. I don't know. Probably the one who has more energy should be last. I guess. Who is that? <laughs> Well, who is my valuable? That's the A or B. A or B. Simple. I think, okay, fine. You should end with Winky. Don't ask me why. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, Miss Marie, who, who, who should go next? Of course it's Winky. Like, Winky should go last. Mm. Why, why, do you, okay. why do you say so? Hmm. The same reasons why you can't speak are the same reasons why I can't speak, but he should go last because he is clearly the one who has more. He just does the things. Because I feel like anyone who comes after that, you're setting yourself up. Mm. Empress. Oh. Then I'm wondering, like, people keep trying to connect to audio and they fail. Is, is it our network or is it theirs? No, I think weird. They, they hear that we're asking questions and they're like, oh, my network, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pri. I, I agree. I think uh, John Fraser. Oh, I, I'm shocked. That's a surprise. The dread, wow. The dread is siding with the dread. Wow. <laughs> so here's, here's the thing, all right? Um, this is significant because, remember, this is, I don't believe there were any opening acts. It was a DJ and the MC, Abisha Palmer, who did an incredible job, as well as KVG, who came later. They were keeping the crowd together. And it was supposed to be Natio, then either Japraza or Winky D. And that was the whole concert. It started started a little bit earlier. Gates opened at 4 or whatever the case is. Natio came on at 7.30. 8.30, a little after 8.30, 8.40, 8.45, he was done. We're told 10 minutes, so we're expecting the next act is coming on maybe around 9-ish. We were still already late. We were behind time, but, you know, it's okay. It's having a good time. It's not so late. It's cool. For two hours or almost two hours, no one came out. The DJ and mm-hmm. MC were sweating. You could see them like, keep just a few more minutes, guys. You see him walk backstage, come up like, so, uh, put your phone, yeah, like put your phone in the air. Oh God! Yeah, there's, there's actually there's, uh, then uh, we'll discuss the sandwiches and bottles later. Let's, let, we need a special section for the sandwiches and bottles. So, and to their credit, Abisha, though I think people would have gotten like mad, but they mad, they were keeping hot music playing. It was entertaining the crowd, call and response, what, 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 what. But for two hours, nothing was going on. Rumor started moving around. In the VVIP, sorry, I don't know if you, the new people uh, were aware. We were in the VVIP section. I don't know if you guys were aware. <laughs> Just to make it clear to you guys. Okay, now that that's clear, um, <laughs> rumor started moving around the VVIP section. You know what the funny thing is? You know what the funny thing is? Dan phoned me that Saturday. He's like, "Yo, Phil, I've got VVIP and I've got VIP. Which one should I get?" And in my mind, I'm like, this song you. No, you. but you know the reason I asked. And, and it's not because. No, but even, that's why I said, no, but I said, I said, Dan, it's fine. 
if that is indeed the case, we'll just go to the other side. No, but at least we have freedom of movement. The, the reason for that was <laughs> someone else was going to get the other tickets. So if we didn't really want VVIP anyway, then you know, just give to the other person who wanted. Actually, it was a moot point because even in general access, we would have been the same. <laughs> we would have been in VVIP anyway. So the point is, rumors started going around that the the cause for the holdup was backstage there was a debate between Jarpraiser's team and there weren't the rumors then I mean we we, we we you and I could see we didn't even need to speak to yeah. we, we could from 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 what we know from what we were seeing even just like we, we could easily see what was going yeah. on backstage Jarpraiser's team and Winky D's team were both debating that uh-uh you go first no you go first no you go first and they were like oh if it's like that let's see chicken cool and they were just playing chicken for two hours but um, and I think that's actually where sadly Jal scored an on goal, which I, but I can, I, okay, I can also understand why, because on the billing who was in the center of the poster. Ja. So that who goes last. That's so you'd assume for, because like now, now we have the little industry here. Obviously when a, a show like this is being booked, and if I'm on Winky's team, and if I'm on Jazz's team, if I know either person is going to be on stage, the first question I'm going to ask after we agree on fees is, okay, so who's, who's performing last? Because obviously no one wants to be seen as the opener for the other. However, whatever was agreed there, we don't know. But what we do know is the posters that both of them pushed. And in those posters, Jaw was in the middle. So it's possible that maybe as a, it could have been, I suspect what actually happened is, yeah, yeah, you'll be last. Definitely just sign on the dotted line. Yeah, yeah, of course, you'll also be last. Sign on the dot. You know, it's people just trying to close the deal in tough negotiations by promising and they were figuring out, you know what? And uh, I, I, if that is indeed correct, I'd be, I'd be very... Or alternatively, maybe the promise was, okay, you will be center of the poster. You will go last. Is that okay with both of you? You know, like maybe it was something along those lines. Anyway, whatever happened behind the scenes, we can't speculate. Uh, what actually ha- ended up happening on the night is finally, eventually, at 2.11, it was, it was almost 11 o'clock when Winky D came out. And Winky D and his vigilance band came and did what Winky D. If you've never had the privilege of attending a Winky D concert, let me tell you something, you'll never understand how that man owns the stage. So, and I think that's the, I think it was one, I, I think we're literally two songs in. So as, <laughs> as, as we mentioned, we were caught up in the hype of Natio killing the stage. Natio shut it down. If we had gone home there and then, we, Dan and I would have been like, Natio, amazing. Natio's on the rise. He's playing with the Natio's big boys. Playing with the big boys did his thing. Then Winky D came on, and I remember very specifically. I think Winky D was on to his second song, and I looked over to Dan and I was like, "Yeah, there's levels to this." <laughs> and then for twenty minutes, and I'm an exaggeration for twenty minutes, Winky D ran through about twenty songs, and he never took one break, never lo- never lost his breath once, ne- ne- never like lost his voice amplitude never slowed down with his energy. And I was like a kid. Oh, this is incredible. 
And the th- each time, like he, he would put in a new song, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, he's got that one as well." He's got he's ha- he's obviously has a huge catalog of hits, but he owns it. Like you can see, people are like going crazy. Like my man, they were ab- above us in the non VVIP section. There were these people who removed their shirts, and they kept slamming on the. I, I hope they made it home. I, I really hope they made it home okay because. <laughs> the hype levels. Hey, sh- you really though? You really though? Do you really though, Dan? You- it was annoying, but I mean, you know, they were caught up in the hype. I can't blame them. Winky. All those, all those bottles and sandwiches and drinks that they, they threw at Let us. me tell you, when when Winky D steps on the monitor and then points his two fingers at you, it's over. It's oh, in fact, next time charge me times two for the ticket. Oh my god. Ah, what a performer! I don't think even even outside of Zim, I think he is right up there with the best performers in the world. The only difference, of course, is there's other reasons. Beyonce can come up with freaking fireworks and pyrotechnics and entire marching bands, or Michael Jackson is on a stage in front of a hundred thousand people. But those kind of extras notwithstanding, I, I genuinely think Winky D is right at the top with the best performers in the world. Um, actually, a point of correction, because in the chat here, we have Charlene saying that apparently someone threw a bra at Winky D and he dodged it. That is incorrect. Four bras were thrown <laughs> on stage. <laughs> and um, I believe Winky, once again, we need to understand Winky is a man of vigilance. He's also a married man, a man of faithfulness. He never disrespect his empress in public. True Rasta, not disrespect no, empress. Nah. He, he was like, nah, me, me, I see the temptation. Me, me and Asa come to Babylon. So apparently <laughs> one of Winky D's crew <laughs> said to H Metro, I want to believe that the woman is one of Winky D's fans. We are going to frame the bra and keep it at Winky D's office for his history. <laughs> I hope they wash it first. <laughs> anyway, the point is Winky D's performance was incredible. And that's the problem. Like, I know the debate about who goes first and who goes second is mostly about who's the bigger artist. And that's been a debate that's been going on in Zim for years. Who's bigger, Winky D or Ja Praiser? In fact, any anyone who wants to start a big debate on so if you want a bunch of engagement, just post that. And you're gonna get a bunch of people arguing one way or the other. You know what? People can have different views. Who's bigger is a very logical conversation. They're obviously such different artists. But in terms of a show, why would you want to go after Winky D? Because his energy but, is all the way up there. But to his credit, when when we did see Winky was coming up next, both Dan and I looked at each other and smiled and were like, ah, I guess we can go home early. <laughs> I Ja Praiser, by the way, is an incredible performer. <laughs> I think he is an incredible live performer. He's put together a great show in I've seen Ja Praiser is the artist I've seen more than any other live. He puts on an incredible live show. I just don't actively listen to Ja Praiser's music like that. Like some songs are like, damn, I this is a bop, this is a bop, but you know, I, I'm not at home and like, ooh, I'm putting on my Ja Praiser playlist. To be fair, I don't really do that with Winky mm. D either, but I, I think I would do it more with Winky D than with Ja Praiser. Uh, so if I'm working out, if I'm going on a jog, if I'm in the gym, Winky D, 
I'm not I'm not working out and this is this is not a, a slight on Ja Preza. He is an incredible oh, artist with big fans. Not at all. The issue is if you go after Winky is, D, you are naturally gonna reduce the energy because of the type of music you do. The crowd said, and that's the thing, like I I don't want after 90 minutes of nothing but dancehall hits. I'm not trying to be serenaded with ballads and the mirror. You know what I mean? It's there's a place. There's a time and a place. It just that wasn't it. But and I think that's where Jakana as the night drew on, it became a double a a double a double L for 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 Ja. Not only because he's following Winky, but because he went on so late. There were people who were legitimately worried about the curfew who started leaving just for the curfew alone. There were people who, like Dan and I, legitimately wanted to go home and sleep because we're old and tired and we have lots of work to do. Uh, to be fair, we did say, let's just wait for a couple of songs and experience a little bit of Ja Praza, but it's now after midnight. Yo, we gotta go, bruh. So, like, I want to make it clear. I don't think Ja Praza is worse or less uh, or, or uh, not as good a performer or anything like that. That's not at all. It's just, they're different. Mbira can't come after dancehall, in my opinion. But to be fair, when Ja Praza came out, the crowd erupted, the crowd loved it, and they were responding to his songs. So, you know, what do we know? Um, welcome to Mudiwa Gavs and Tinashe. Thanks for joining us. We are Mudiwa. How's it going, my man? I don't know. I like good running well driving. How are you guys? Congrats on the 300 episodes. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank, mm-hmm. thank you. Where's our present? Drug cake. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll send something a little bit extra as, as uh, you know, Patreons. Do, do you listen to uh, Do you listen to Winky D and Jarpraiser? I do listen to them, yes. If you were putting together a show and you needed to figure out yes. who's going to start and who's going to end, who would go first and who would go second? Jabrez, hey, wow. Jabrez starts and then Winky D because the energy levels mm-hmm. for Winky D are going to be, how can I put this? Jabrez makes dope music and he's got a lot of like up-tempo, you know, songs, etc. But in Zim, I think it would be a tough act to follow Winky D because the energy would have already been so high. And then now you're coming through with your live bands and your Mbiras and more. Yeah, it's, it'll be tough. So I'll start with Ja. It's unanimous. Hello, Tanashe. How are you, buddy? All right. How are you guys doing? Great. We're good. You heard the question. What would you say, my man? Uh, I would say Jopper uh, should actually be the opener. Yes, he tends to have bangers, but he's not known majority, majority of the time he's not known for that. He's known for more of the traditional and the more more like contract like kind of type of song. Mm. Whereas Pinky did tend to known tend to be known for more of like bangers. Like literally literally until like what's it called? This most recent song, Happy Again. Like literally 
majority of these songs, like the ones that are, that are found in the streets, have all been bangers. These are the things that you'd come across within a club or at a party, and that kind of thing. Jaffrey's mm. songs tend to be, in fact, generally, his albums tend to be played along, like, let's say, Road Trip with the Terry. And you know that like there's not gonna be like like a password that's gonna come out of like nowhere. And the only thing that's gonna be there is just like a like a like a cheeky tongue in cheek statement that the parents will be like side eyeing you like did like did you just listen to this thing whatever that kind of thing like yeah basically Japres are start up brings up the energy to like midway as they are saying and then Winky D takes it like to the to the goal or the finish line. So, from what Tinashe is saying, is Japanese makes Disney music. That's, that's what I'm hearing. The Disney of Zimbabwe. Mickey Perfect Mouse. Analogy. That's what he said. Perfect analogy, actually. Perfect analogy. I, I, I don't know if I would have said the same, but the point is, we're trying to figure out what would make more sense. Now, obviously, you know, for their own reasons, the teams have their their own reasons why they would want someone in one place or another, and... I, I would love to have heard what the negotiations were backstage. But for better or worse, uh, Winky D came out. He had a full performance. Japraiser came out and was shut down after maybe 20 to 30 minutes before he could finish. So, Uh-oh. yeah, um, that's how the show yeah, went. And at, that point, and at that point, Dan and I were comfortably in our gumbezies. Eating, <laughs> eating, eating chips in the blankets. No, we would never do that. That's it- disgusting. So yeah, speaking of chips, um, there's something I, w- I would like to address. In fact, there's two. I think the, the, the first thing is, as we've added, Winky D gave an amazing set. However, there was one moment that left me very heartbroken, very sad. Is when he highlighted that he's about to turn 40. He's been in the game for 15 years. And... Sadly, I think he said eighteen. I, feel, I think he said eighteen years. Eh? Eighteen years. Eighteen years. I feel sadly that's a career riddled with potential, incredible talent, and drive that has not truly been fulfilled. And I say that because, as amazing as Winky D is, um, there's been no major international tours outside of touring to Zimbabwe and the diaspora. There's been no major collaborations. There's been no major growth. I see no reason why Winky D should not be one of the biggest dancehall acts on the continent. There's absolutely no reason. Keeping in mind, Winky D predated Pataranking, predated Red Sun, even Bur- predated, even Burner Boy, predated Burner Boy, predated Stone Boy. All of these guys came after Winky and they do what Winky does. And even, even, even considering part ranking, I don't think any of them can hold the candle to Winky D live. And that's sad. It broke my heart. Yeah. It, it's something that we were, even Phil and I were discussing afterwards. And maybe since we're pushing P keep it to this, but maybe in a future episode, you know, Phil. Maybe we need to get we need to get Winky on the show. We will. Well, he, he, he listens to the podcast. Well, he's well, someone he, does. He's, he's manager. They does. might not. They might not. Because they, 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 they what, what I said last time. His manager listens. <laughs> not, I don't know if he does. But yeah, I mean, some look. It's okay. 
Ibanda, if you're listening, my man, my man, you have done a great job with Winky D Amazing. in certain elements and certain aspects, but no one can do everything. All right. There's some things, there's some things that you probably don't quite get on the, you know, on, in the music business or some things that you don't quite understand. No one can do everything. That's why the biggest artists have huge teams. They've got booking managers and agents and PR managers. And there's all these different things, right? There's certain things about Winky's career that have clearly not been done. And not to take away from what you have done as a manager, clearly you've made him one of the biggest artists in the country. But what about the Continentum data? What about... Uh, what about Sadak? Sadak, DSPs. What about touring, collaborations? What about, you know what I mean? All of that is something that maybe is not your strength and someone else could assist with that. My man's almost 40, brah. He needs to he needs to get that bag. I want I want Winky D in a damn Bentley. And you know, in fact, I'm not going to say what, what what we discussed, but there was a there was a comparison that I gave to Dan, and I was like, it doesn't make sense that this is happening. And Winky D's never done it. Um, but yeah, um, outside of that, I think now Dan, let's let's move on to the the food portion of the program. Um, <laughs> so. Okay, shout out to the team at Gateway Stream. You know, those are my peeps. Shout out to Isha. You know, those, those are my people. You know what I mean? Uh, you guys did an amazing job. However, there there were a few shortfalls, a few few failings maybe, you know? Um, the, the buying process was very convenient. And it just so happens that I don't drink. So I was saved from this. But I got there. And then I, I want to get some water. So I was like, yo, Dan, what are you drinking? Dan I was like, ah, oh, it's cool. Just give me some, just give me a beer. I, like, I bet. So I was like, you know, let me just get a six pack for, for Dan here so that we're not going back and forth. And I had to go. First of all, it took me a while to find it, but I had to go to a, a store and then give them cash. And then in return for cash, they gave me coupons. And then I had to go to another store around the corner where I gave them the coupons. And then they exchanged the coupons for drinks and beverages. And then, once again, as Dan mentioned, we were in what section, Dan? What section were we in again? Uh, VVIP. There were two Vs. Mm. In, as we go back to that section, I'm now carrying my water and my, my beer, and we put it at the table. And all in all, keep in mind, I was in what section again, Dan? I mean, the fact that you mentioned that we had a table, I mean, at a concert. <laughs> I mean, guys, although I, at halfway through, so, I didn't have a chair anymore. Mm. So and that's so once again in that section, it took me twenty minutes from VVIP to buy drinks. Yeah. So you can imagine how long the process would have been for other people, and I think they understood how long the process was because they were selling cooler bags on a winter night at a concert. So it's like, which is interesting. So you don't have to come back here; just buy a whole bunch. Mm. The other thing and is on top of that. Okay, mm-hmm. Oh, let me let me let me. The other thing that they're doing is they're selling bottles. So if you want to decide. You get a six pack of Hunters or Savannah in a bottle at a dancehall event. They'd give you cans at a dancehall event, knowing full well that there's no netting, no security, not nothing. And lo and behold, as the night began to warn, bottles started. Let's say some were dropped. You know, let's not attribute malice, Dan. Mm-hmm. Let's just say they were dropped. But bottles were dropped and dropped and broke near our personage. Not the best of feelings because now you sprayed with alcohol. And you're like, you know? you're, you're, you're wondering like, oh, the people above me, because uh, you know. And then, 
keep in mind in that tense in that tense ninety minutes where there was no performer, Dan and I were already plotting exit. So like, okay, they're gonna start throwing bottles. We're gonna go out that that door there over that. And also keep in mind because we were in the what section, Dan? Uh VVIP. Um, yeah. If they were to throw bottles, and they missed the stage, it's Sustima prime target. Titori, we're we're in the danger zone. Shout out to Freeman. Danger zone. <laughs> So yeah. Um, so, the, so I I simply don't understand. Considering how long this has been going on, and considering you know that empty cans and bottles have been used by projectiles by fans for so long, why aren't you selling drinks on tap? It makes no sense to me. Why are you selling sandwiches? In such an inco- like the process to get the food is so difficult, but then you're selling sandwiches, and then people are not throwing the sandwiches. <laughs> I feel sorry for the cleaners. We had to clean up that mess on Sunday morning because good and lord. And whole, whole, whole chicken pieces. <sighs> Shame. Anyway, so uh, that was our experience at the Redefined concert. You should have carried Chester then. That actually would have been you, a good you day. You would have had a great day. <laughs> Overall, look, those three all put on a great performance. Proud of Nati O for being able to play with the big boys. Impressed by Winky D. Japres, as usual, gave a good performance, but it was so late we left before he was done. Zimbabwe has mm-hmm. got dope artists and musicians. And so an underrated fact is there were 6,000 or more people at this concert who all paid 20 bucks or more. Or zero. Well, I mean. Or five. <laughs> or two. Or they knew someone. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> you know, you know. I think uh, and there's hope. Um, anyway, um, I think we're done. Then we're done. Uh, we're not taking the rest of the show off. You guys can take over. You guys have your talking points. It's a 300 episode. Dan and I are taking a break. I am tired. I mean, uh, we're not leaving, we're just here to to respond to your questions. Um, I actually owe Tinashe some work. Tinashe, I'm getting on that work that I owe you. You guys can carry on. <sighs> um, dear listeners, seeing as this is our 300th episode, we wanted to share it with those who have supported us the most our, patriot, our patrons. So we invite them to join us and uh, actually take the lead. Tell us, what would you mm. like to talk about? What, mm. Anyone can go first. I'm sure you have burning issues. Don't fall over yourselves. Don't fall over. Don't everybody I'm talk at once. Packing this up so you guys, so you guys can see me relaxing. Yeah. I can't believe you guys are actually serious about this. Uh, oh, you thought we were joking. All right. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have already talked about this. We, um, we have not. Has anyone had into the new Cubs album, the the KOA item? Mm. Who's this Cubs fellow? I don't know. What does he do? I don't know. Cubs are the small, the one, the one works with. Um, should we think former Queen of Piano or? Queen of Ama Piano on a holiday or ETC. She will oh, always yeah. be our queen. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. Um, it released a new bottle of work that I've been sampling so far. Mm-hmm. And so far, I'm not not feeling it quite as much. I was looking for like bangers like Hajwele and that kind of thing. And I'm yet to come across it. But I'm still going through it. So I just wanted to get your two cents to see what you think of that. What you think of the album? You know, Phil, if we were in charge of the episode today, we would have put the music 
you know, at the end. Yeah, we would have lined it up, you know, maybe listened to it before and maybe made some notes about yeah. our thoughts, maybe like highlighted favorite songs, you know. You know, usually this process takes about, uh, depending on the album. So like uh, King of Armor Piano is quite a long album. So that's maybe a three hour process um, all around. And maybe we listen to the songs multiple times. So maybe dedicating our whole weekend to just that album alone. And then developing okay. talking points. And keep in mind, we have to we have to still plan to listen to that album before we go where go HICC in, uh, so that we can enter which section again, Dan? VVIP. Uh-huh. Probably, I think probably the biggest so far, the one that's got the most response from the album so far, Kusela with Msaki on the vocals. But I, 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 mm-hmm. your your point has been noted. I also did go through at least part of the album. It's a very long album, um, and you know I did catch myself like not really paying as much attention as one would expect from a Cubs album. By the way, everyone else, please don't feel the need to know what is important or what. It's just whatever's been on your mind, whatever thing you noticed. Or came across on social media, whatever you can. I mean, we can talk about whatever you want. I mean, this is your show. This is your show. This showing ultimately, guys. You know, we would not have gotten to three hundred episodes without your support. You know what I mean? So this is your time to celebrate yourselves, really. You know, Um, Dan and I are are just passengers, just taking a backseat. So, Tinashe, to to answer your question, I haven't had enough time to fully appreciate the album yet, so I don't know hundred percent. But I did also get the feeling after first few listens to some of the songs that. Know, maybe not as big as uh, KOA the first one. For me, for me, it strikes me as sort of like the kind of album that you listen to, like in a fashion store, rather than something that you listen to in a club. Wow, like, my man said he made the South African version of Drake's album. My, wow, my man said, "Wow, the comes that just make uns uns music." Wow. <laughs> Wow, Lanzi Cubs is making Mr. Price background noise. Wow, wow. what is uh, all about to say? Zara and H&M on lock. What you saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 compl- I, compl- I, compl- I completely agree. <laughs> guys, you know, oh, you know this these is the song guys, guys, you know. music, guys. <laughs> All right, I think. Um, <laughs> I think I can be more charitable in my comments and say that I'm still going through it, but so far the sound, the experience to me has been more of like chilled vibes rather than club banger. Mm-hmm. I'll try. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the best for it. Chilled vibes, like chilled Sunday. That's, that's the vibe. Exactly. It's making is it's the evolution of private school Yanos, guys. It's the evolution of private school Yanos. You can't be making the same. Giannis, Giannis is moving. in the background. You know, maybe Kunana September, October, you'll see the, Wait, the bangers. You have Netflix and chill, and then you have music while you're Netflixing and chilling. Okay. Doesn't everyone do that? Multitasking, Philip. 
Use your eyes to Netflix and then you use your ears to music. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. One other point of contention that I've been looking at for the past day or two mm-hmm. has been the new versus Omarion versus Mario. And yeah. That's not a versus, my guy. That's a massacre. Yeah, exactly. That's what you're saying. Wait, like, wait. Yo, a massacre by whom? Even the, the opening act, because it's, it's it's I think it's it's Ray J versus Pleasure P, and they've got who's 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 on Ray J's team? Because it's it's a tag team. It's 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 a, it's a bloodbath on both fronts. <laughs> what Ray J and Pleasure P? I mean, obviously, do Ple- Ple- Pleasure P has writing credits. Pleasure P has written a lot of songs. Yeah, I was gonna say like he can obviously he can, he can pull on. So much. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fair enough. But Ma- Mario, Mario, what are you saying? It's a, it's a, a massacre on whose side? Mario wins it by far. Give me five Mario songs, then. Give me five Mario songs. Give me five Mario songs. Tinashe just said Mario right. wins it by far. No, give me five Mario songs, please. I don't know, dog. Um, let me love you. The um then there's um the Nokia thirty three ten ringtone. What the hell was that? No man. Yeah, Dan, that was a Nokia ringtone. Right. Damn it, you guys, my joke didn't land. That was the Super Mario theme song. But anyway, disappointed. All right. Let me love you. Um, um, best friend. Friend, friend. Just a friend. Just a friend. Um, okay, we had two. Three more to go. Didn't he release one oh, last right? year? Yeah. What was that? Yeah, that was Ray J and Bobby. Was it Ray J and Bobby. Oh, that's the other one. Okay. And then, I, so how do I breathe versus Bum Bum Bum? Who's winning? I'm on Mario. Bum bum. For me. I'm on Mario. For me. Yeah, bum bum bum. Then then I'll, then I'll drop then you're gonna drop what? One wish and then just to be nice, I'll just go, okay, I got everything I want in my life. No, wait, are, are they are they are they all just are they all combining or it's gonna be one guy a guy? No no, it's 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 Mario versus Mario. And then the opening act is Ray J with Bobby Valentino. Versus Pleasure P and Sammy. Guys, please stop disrespecting on Marion like this. No, please no, 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 no. Ma- Mario, Marion, like it's it will not be. Pretty. It will not. I don't. Be. I don't think it will. It, 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 it will. It. You see, when you say bloodbath, okay, it's a bloodbath. Oh, oh, Mario is getting at least two. <laughs> Bam. Then, when Mario starts getting froggy, I'll just drop email um, like groceries. Just bam. Psh. I was on that song too, remember? Well, first of all, not, nothing Omarion has will beat Let Me Love You. Um, yeah, so you, you sacrifice that point. Uh, wait, but that's actually, supposed to be because that's that's Omarion's biggest song and I think it's a much bigger song than, than that song for Mario. Plus, also, who's in touring shape, Dan? Guys, Let Me Love You. Of which, mm, that's one. Of which, it's twenty rounds. Of which, it's twenty rounds. That's one. I, I'm not saying that that Mario necessarily 
has a fighting chance. I'm just wow. saying he's, so he's saying? got some songs. By the way, when when Tinashe brought this up, he actually thought Mario was going to win it by a landslide. And that's why I was thinking, that's what I thought you guys were referring to. And I was about to say, do you guys... Tinashe is no, no banned from any music takes. <laughs> Going forward, Tinashe, when we discuss music, please. Ah, uh, goes... Mm, that's, Dude, Mario. Post, to be, post to be has 800 million views on YouTube. I, uh, that, uh, post to be is not beating Let Me Love You, my guy. But but I I, I hear I hear you. <laughs> Let me love you. Mm, yeah. Mm, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, let's talk. We need to keep it moving. We need to keep it moving. We need to keep it moving. Let's go. Let's go. Let's Charlie, talk. What, what, let's what talk. do you want let's to talk about? What's on your mind? What happened this week that you're like interested in? Um, it was just the Winky DJ Pazer thing. But we've been through that. Where 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 in the world are you? I am in the land of the Germans. Mm. What's going on in Germany? Let me see. Has there anything happened in Germany that I've seen in the news recently? Ooh. I think Angela Merkel was voted the worst chancellor ever in Germany, and I found that hilarious because I'm like, <laughs> oh, forget they, big, don't you? They yeah. do. <laughs> Was it, wasn't there recently uh, some story about Germany being upset that, um, was it France? Was, I can't remember. I can't remember. I, I just saw some headline. Hey, Rita, what's going on in Germany? What's, you know? Um, well, nothing much really. Well, I guess the one hot topic that's still kind of trending. Well, yeah, the police killed a person, um, allegedly, um, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, the police are still kind of dragging their feet on, like, yeah, you know, holding someone accountable, and they're they're still defending their use of um, excessive force for someone who failed to pay a restaurant bill of about forty euros. I don't know what force. <laughs> I yeah. Was it a yeah forty? So, Charlie, I, I know you use the podcast game, you know, but, you know, obviously uh, you're going to be doing more of these as we are taking more breaks in the future. Wow. So, like, w- when, you, when you speak of an issue with the grav- that, that has, you know, a lot of sadness as, as death, you just want to be like, oh, by the way, you know, ah, you, know you, you wanna, you know. You guys, welcome to my I'm channel. Here. So someone died the other day and the police killed him. <laughs> And LMJ, like, just smash that like button and, and let me know what you think about it in the comments. Do you think people should die or not? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just that Ivarungu have drained me today. So That's understandable, <laughs> my sister. Yes, that is understandable. We are with you in spirit. <laughs> Yeah, the Choto family are in here today. There's now there's, there's another Choto den. It's, they're subbing in and out. <laughs> One Choto for another. <laughs> Maybe they're sharing the same device, you know. It's my ten. It's my ten. Hello. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> mm, mm. Let, let, let's let's move on, shall we? Uh, Empress, Empress Pri, what's been on your mind this week? You know what? What do you want us to talk about? Uh, BTS has disbanded. Oh my God! They broke up. <laughs> Yo, Wait, you know, chicken noodle soup, guys. Oh my God. 
<laughs> you, know, you know what the, the craziest thing about that breakup is? <laughs> the Korean uh, Ministry of Tourism released a report and they said BTS breaking up is going to cost us half a billion dollars. Yeah, and it is, truly. Half a pizza. Truly. Huh? So, <laughs> so I have I actually have some very interesting K-pop news. <clears throat> so I got a call from the Korean embassy today. Ooh. Oh my God. What was the name? Oh, no, no, I know. I just have to say. So apparently, this Friday in Zimbabwe, uh, Zimbabwe is participating in the K-pop World Festival. So Zimbabwe is holding preliminaries in Zim. You know, there's different people making K-pop music in Zim. Um, mm-hmm. Who will be performing at uh, the venue. I don't know if it's open to the public, by the way. So uh, it's just some information about it. But I found that very interesting that there's actually a K-pop event in Zim this this Friday. Where, where does one find this Zimbabwean K-pop music? It's Asking for a friend. Think, uh, it's all around us, man. K-pop so. is everywhere, man. I mean, I how think, can I you not? I think search Z-pop on your categories. It should pop up. Have you downloaded the latest Drake album? Well, there you go. <laughs> I like that, huh? So, wow. so, so Dan, Dan, are we, are we, are we, are we going? Because as you know, Dan, what are we? The VIPs. That too. No, we are. with the mask outside, and we back outside. We said you outside, but you ain't that outside. Worldwide hoodie with the mask outside. In case you forgot, we outside. We are back outside. <laughs> Wait, was that you, Vogue? Was that, was that your attempt at a Vogue? Wow. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the vibe that song is going for? But I think it was lovely. Empress Rasta. I think it goes exactly with... <laughs> so, yes, anyway, so are you upset about BTS breaking up? Uh, totally. It's like my, my world is shattered. I can't breathe. I haven't eaten for days. Oh. Yeah. No. Name, name all the BTS members, please. Oh, really? Oh, there's Sugar. There's um, uh, I only know Sugar because that's the one I have a crush on. Jungkook. Everyone knows him. Oh, is this Jungkook? Yes. Yeah, no, give me answers. I'm, 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 I'm testing. Nah, 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 nah. I can't do this. Oh, like, don't if do you're, this to me if you're a fan of BTS like that, then name three albums. Go. <laughs> you could literally say... Something of the soul. You, you could literally say any <laughs> words right now and I wouldn't know if you're right or right. Yeah, Tapio, name, name us the fourth BTS member. I, I'm not, I'm not a BTS fan. I, I, I know of them, but I was never, I was never a fan. Oh, because because you're, you're in, you've got Asian you're hate life. in you. You're not a racist against Asians, are you? Wow, that's not to do with race. You know, boy bands. I think the ear of boy bands is long gone. So they, they were just. Do you uh, know what then? It's amazing that they had the run that they had, you know, after, I thought Simon Cowell's projects were like the last, like, boy birds were ever going to see, but uh, yeah, kudos to them, you know, for... Uh, the problem is, Tabiro doesn't know this, because Danny, you know what he's not? He's not doing this. And we back outside, we said you outside, but you ain't that outside, worldwide hoodie. You ain't that outside, You ain't that outside, son. son. <laughs> you, said, you said you're not feeling boy bad. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, yes, well, that's some very sad news, Bree. Uh, we're going to have to find you another Korean group to enjoy. May I recommend 
the one which has pink in the name, hot pink. I think they're just called black pink. pink. You, you could black you pink. Could, the black pink. Yeah, that, black, black pink. pink. That, yes, that. black pink. <laughs> Guys, I was joking. Like seriously, I, I did. I call them hot pink. <laughs> I call them hot pink. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Bree? What story are we discussing this week? Actually, there's a question that I had for me for you guys. Yeah. Um, it's around what you call this. Uh, I've been following you guys for like years. Um, Not in person, I hope. And I think, like, following us with what to the supermarket or like? (laughs) No, 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 no. Just, just the work. Um. Yeah, uh, from yeah, yeah, uh, a while. I'd say maybe 2015, 16. That's probably when uh, when I got onto, um, you know, just the fact that you guys exist and you're doing all of this stuff. Uh, but one of the key things that I was, you know, uh, I've been quite impressed by is that, you know, you follow all of these creators around the world, and there's so mu- there's so much wrong with creativity in Zim. Um, how are you guys? What do you call this? Um, you guys have been able to really build like a really cool, like Patreon community, um, around you guys. I was just hoping maybe you could give us just your thoughts around first the decision to do that. Uh, because without that decision, none of us would be sitting on this call and you know how you've actually found it. Right. Because it's something that's worked for creators overseas, but in the Zim case, it would be interesting to know, like, what do you guys are actually seeing on the ground? Because I, I don't know if there is any other podcast in Zim that has a Patreon community like the one that you guys have been able to, you know, put together. What a, mm. what a great question. I think, Dan, if you let me, let me, let me take this, let me take this first. Um, first of all, thank you for your question. Thank you. Thank you. We are honored. Um, and I'm glad you brought that up. So if you guys subscribe to our workshop, building a community in the metaverse, for just two Ethereum, you too no, I don't could want find the, the two. No way. I don't want Ethereum. God damn it. I'll pay you to take Ethereum off of me. <laughs> well, you know what, Mudiwa? Thank you for your question. That's a great question. It reminds oh. me of a, a life lesson. And, and as life coaches, I think this is an opportunity. I, I notice you're not taking any notes down. All right, look, maybe. You- Where are your notepads, guys? Where are your notepads, please? Here is the situation. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. you see, I learned a very important life lesson and it came from an unlikely source. It came from a game of Candy Crush. What, you ask? How could that be possible? Well, humor me and allow me to share you the important, crucial life lesson I learned from a game of Candy Crush. Now, when I first started playing Candy Crush, I used to hold on to my boosters. Are you aware what boosters are in Candy Crush? Those are the little extras that you can use to... Crush a, crush a particular piece of candy or switch it to a different place or remove everything on the board. There were all these boosters that you would get to try and help you. Then I get to the point, Then This episode is not three hours. Get to the point. Now, those boosters, I used to hold on to them for tough moments. I'd be like, I can't use this in this level. I need to wait till the level is really difficult before I use a booster. That was a terrible way to play Candy Crush. At some point, I stopped caring about Candy Crush, so I started using boosters the moment I got them. And to my surprise, I was clearing levels like no, no man's business. 
And I actually started getting more and more boosters the more boosters I used. And it helped me realize that the mindset of holding on and being risk averse stops us from expanding outward. Ah, you guys didn't think there was going to be a point to this, huh? There is. Candy Crush taught me to use my boosters. Spend that money. Make that call. Take that job. Do everything. Don't wait for a better opportunity. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is today's life lesson. Well, dear, this is your fault. Huh? <laughs> this is your fault. This, this is on you. You're all well. Candy Crush <laughs> taught me a lesson. Yo, I'm on level 4,622. How do you have a woman wow. that... I don't understand how a woman who clearly is not desperate decided that this is the man I'm to spend the rest of my life with. I just, it, it makes no sense. It beggars belief. Well, Phil, to answer that question, there's a lesson I learned from Pokemon Go. And you would think... You see, in Pokemon Go, you have a limited number of Pokeballs. Anyway, I've muted them. I'd seriously now. Um, <laughs> to answer your question, um, when we took our break, we had uh, we had real reasons for taking the break. Like I, I genuinely had to take the break because I, I was going through a lot. And when we came back, we, we realized there was a community because there were times when I was in South Africa for a year and a half, and I'd be at events and I'd bump into people in South Africa that would quote the podcast. And that that was that threw me off because I'm like, wait, not only do they know the podcast, but they legitimately are quoting like the intro. The, oh, speaking of, shout out to the podcast fans we, we we met at the show. And there was one that spat in my face. That was interesting. Guys, I love you so much. Guys, look, I love you so much. Oh my god, that was a blast. Oh my god. Shout out to you, my guy. Shout out to you. We love you. Um. So it it was more so just taking the principles because both Dan and I into marketing and applying those principles to what we're doing here and figuring out how do we make this thing sustainable? How do we make it make sense for us? Because we don't do this podcast because it, it earns us money or it's, it's it's a great source of fame or claim. It's it's something that we really enjoy doing um, because we get to speak to you, you know, to connect with the real people on the ground. You know, you are the wind beneath our wings and without you, we'd be nothing. So we saw what was going on overseas and we're trying to figure it out. And to be fair, I think one of the big, particularly with the Patreon community, one of the, the, the big catalysts was seeing what Suds in the Morning were doing. Um, particularly, um, they were really good at mobilizing their fan base to use their political parlance. And we were like, that's something that's very interesting. We didn't actually realize that that was possible. And we just saw what they were doing. They were like, oh, we can do that better. And we did. And there's your answer. <laughs> Thank you for your question, sir. Um, no. uh, so sorry, uh, Dan. Shenge is here. So I just wanted to prove that no, we're not sharing a device. It's my no, turn with the phone. <laughs> no, please turn on your cameras. I, I, I'll never know to see this. Please turn on your camera. Tap. tap. Please turn on your camera. Please turn on your camera. Please. 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 Okay. Camera. All right. <laughs> My man's putting on. So, so. who's the who, who's the parent with the strong genes? Is, is your mom or your dad? Sorry. I said, who's the parent with the strong genes? Is it your mom or your dad? Um. The dad. The two of us, it's our mom, and then with our two sisters, it's it's my dad, I think. 
Ah, because I, I from look, what look, I heard from these boys, twins, but look at them. Who look like? That's what I feel. <laughs> Guys, are you seeing what I'm saying? Look at them. It, it's like twins. He actually has a twin. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, you love I'm actually concerned at, at the amount of siblings we have that listen to the podcast. We've got like. I think four sets of siblings in the Patreon group. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, Philip. I, I love Does that. Does anyone podcast gets discussed at Christmas dinner? That, that'd be worrying. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Tapiwa, is there anything you would like us to discuss on the podcast? 300th episode. We want to discuss what you care about. You know, I actually just, uh, I was just finishing up work. I just tuned in to, you know, to say guys, congratulations. Mm. I, I don't know what you guys, you know, discussed um, whilst I, I was offline. But yeah, guys, congratulations. 300, that's a, that's a big one. Mm. Just mm. 300 more. Hey. 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 I, I don't know if that's okay. Yeah. yeah. My man, uh, <laughs> uh, look, we didn't invite you here to wish evil on us. Um, uh, that was unnecessary. That was uncalled for. You know what I mean? That, that was uncalled for. Like, if you don't like us, just, just come on. You know, come, don't, come, come out of the way. Don't, don't go to the corners. Don't go to the corners. Come at me direct. So, I think what, what this uh, exercise has shown, Philip, that it's not easy to come up with talking points on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Even when you are given... A whole, a whole, like a chance to prepare. Advance warning, you know? opportunity. It's it's tough, eh? Mm, interesting. Five and minutes. keep the conversation lively and going. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what was that, Pri? Let this be. You guys literally gave well, well. us half an hour to prepare. Half an hour. Uh, 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 How much did you prepare in that half an hour? Uh, <laughs> Empress Gabriel, Gabriel Salasia is watching you. Okay. Gabriel Celestia is watching. You have talking points, guys. Okay, what is your talking point, Jing? Let's see. Let's let's go. Oh, I refuse. <laughs> okay, I refuse not, to talk I, about uh, that no, show. No, now you are. Now you are in the right no, section. No spoilers. Have you not even no watched spoilers, the first episode? No spoilers. I refuse okay, to talk fine, about fine, that show. Fine, we won't talk about it. You guys. Not not because of spoilers, but because I respect everyone who is on this call. So we will not discuss what we were subjected to. <laughs> By the way, Rako Chenge. <laughs> Jenga, the next episode, which is called Herogasm, is is apparently going to be the worst out of everything that has ever come out. Uh, and those who've re- how can they get worse the, than what they've already given? Us? They put out I'm they scared. put out a warning before the episode a week before it came out. You can go online and look for the warning. Uh, I'm excited. So, I'm some of the actors said that was the most difficult episode to record. Um. <laughs> And and those who are familiar with the comic book source material say that there is a story called Herogasm and you guys are not ready for what's coming. So just letting you know. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah. So yeah, it, it personally, um I think this episode this past episode picked up the season. There, there are still a few plot holes that I I'm, I'm a little concerned about. But all in all, I'm looking forward to see where the season takes us, and we see the 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 rise and fall of Butcher. Um, so, Chinga, have you read the comics? La 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 la. No, unfortunately, I haven't. It's okay, Dan. You don't have to. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> okay. No, I, I would advise you to read the comics. Have you read watched the Diabolical? I, I still need to watch that. 
Um, I've quite a few episodes. Okay. But I need to my Popeye. I can't watch my Popeye. If you watch Invincible, okay, fine, Invincible is different. But like, nah, you be, I'm sure it's good, right? <laughs> but okay, so, fine, we're I not going to spoil. I still, we can talk about, have we talked about Drake and Beyonce? Or are we saving that for later? Drake! No, we can discuss it now. Okay. House music is back then. What do you think of Drake's album? Let's go to Ibiza, like all the the patrons <laughs> who's paying. <laughs> so, well, 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 Dan listens to the album quickly and forms an opinion in a few minutes. <laughs> Let me give you my take. <laughs> um, decent album. I, I, I'm actually, I'm not. This is, I'm not a big Drake fan. This is actually the one of the few Drake albums that has replay value to me. But it's still hindered by the one thing that I really can't get over with Drake. It's his voice and his monotonous, lazy flow. With every song, even though it's a house song, is I'm just sitting here with you. Yeah. Tell us how you, you really feel. Me there. Come back to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. It's, it's like Let's it's like him. it's like he's on our on a call so with us right here. Constipated. I need to move my bowels, my bowels, my bowels. Girl, you left me with no toilet paper, paper. Oh yeah. Why? Like you just signed a half a billion dollar deal. Why are you so sad? What's wrong with you, man? But let me find my jam. This is actually my jam. I like Dan, it. have you listened to it? I have listened to it, yeah. <laughs> I, I think this may be a terrible music. That's a terrible year for music. What? <laughs> no, guys. So listen. Listen, listen to his flow. Once again. Just I don't think he's credited as a background performer, okay. but he is credited as a writer. Okay. He did do vocals on four songs. Oh, okay. Um, That's cool. I, here's my opinion on this album. I like house music and some of the beats on this album are dope. They're like incredible beats. And some of the songs are like, there's a couple of songs where like, you know, this is all right. I like, I like this song. I like uh, Downhill. Here comes that annoying flow once again. Sadly. I'm just waiting for the beat to drop. 
And I can hear Trezor's vocals on there though Trezor's gone, bro. Trezor is ah, gone. He's out of here. Out of here. Amazing. I love him. Um, so, from, from, from parking cars in Cape Town to riding for Drizzy. So, apart from that one, also, I mean, like the typical one that I think most people will take away from this one, apart from the 21 Savage feature, is Sticky. Anyway, that's enough American music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, right, you're, right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, okay. Let's bring it back so, to Mama Africa. Long, long, story, long story short, I don't, I don't like this album. There's a couple of songs on there that I can mess with. I, it does. I've actually got an exclusive. Let me see if I can get it. Let me see if I can play it for you guys. I'll, I'll load that up for y'all. But while we do that, Dan, did you listen to the new CK? I did, I did, I did, I actually I have it here, I have it here, I can drop it real quick if you want Uh, Check it out Go ahead, I got it cute Up the volume a little bit, Dan, we can't hear you Dan is the worst DJ ever What are you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? I mean, it's not uh, Love Nuantinti, but it's going to be a smash hit. Mm. Yeah, especially with the video and the, and the push. So another exclusive, are we actually going to... You guys are hearing this for the first time because we're premiering the song tomorrow as an exclusive, but you guys are getting it at two days early. Um, I'm sure you guys are familiar with Simba of Rover fame. Probably one of the the most popular Zimbabwean artists right now on these streets. He he recently linked up with Maiten. Maiten is uh, Mr. Brown's little brother, also a, a young a young Zimbabwean from Limpopo, and they've got a song called Carolina that's dropping on Friday. So, can you guys hear this? Carolina, 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 Carolina,
So let's know what you, what you guys think of that. That was really vibey. I, like I'll drive. I can picture myself driving and listening to that really loud in the car. Does it, does it make up for the BTS disappointment? So loopy. Yeah, I think so. So once again, guys, just, just, just an editorial note, right? As a podcaster, you have to form immediate opinions about a song, but these also have to be substantive opinions. So saying I can see myself driving somewhere, it's, it's, it's a good first sentence. You need about three or four more you know, to, to paint a fuller picture because the listeners and your patrons expect more. So that's just a little note for you to take on, you know, and then we'll, we'll build on it. I mean, this is, your, this is your first podcast episode. This is our 300th. You know, there are levels to this. It's okay. You know, you know what, Pri? I, I think it was a good take. I think it was a good opinion. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. A, a driving song. That's like, what more do you need? To do? It's a driving song. It's great when you drive. Um, so, Ja Praiser released a song last week, just after we released our episode. Let me play it. It's actually like, oh. anyway, just check it out. Check it out. Check it out. So yeah, so this is going to be the biggest song in the country for the next couple of weeks. So worth playing. Uh, it's actually got a pretty dope video as well. So, mm. um, Are you guys familiar with Theseus Zede? With? Theseus Zede. The Greek hero Theseus. No, okay. Sorry, I interrupted someone. Someone was trying to say something earlier. Who was trying to speak? Oh, there's more patrons. Yay! Samu. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Hi. I thought you were I thought you were about to say, oh snap, is this the two bro? Oh, my bad, and then leave. <laughs> um, yeah, no, not today, at least. Welcome. So, Thank you. We're we're doing music now, but you have a chance to tell us something you'd like us to talk about. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. before it play, before it play, what do you want us to discuss? What's burning in your heart? Yeah, the podcast hanging heavy on your mind, man. Mm. Come on, tell us. What tell do you want to get off your chest to our two hundred thousand listeners? Let's go. Not much. Um, like uh, when the Sweden Gate thing was happening, I was like, I wish I could say something because that's currently where I live. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. but basically, okay, wait, wait, blink twice if you're starving, blink twice if you're starving, Sam. Blink twice. <laughs> I am not starving, so, so please, as someone who knows what's up, tell us what's the story. Are, are you guys really not being fed at your friends' houses? Well, um, we I get fed at least, I do. I'm not sure about the, the rest, but um. These things happen. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't made plans with a Swede that you're coming to their house, except to leave hungry. So, I completely understand. Do you know how expensive food is in Sweden? <laughs> I think I'm gonna feed you. <laughs> how much sauerkraut can you buy, Dan? How much sauerkraut can you buy, really? German, Germany. Yeah, sauerkraut is Germany. Sweden is more like what, um, what? a lot of fish. Okay, what did they eat? A lot of fish. Uh, Meatballs. Of course. Meatballs. <laughs> no, seriously, what, what do they eat? Um, meatballs, potatoes, a lot of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Come on to my house and have my meatballs. Don't you want my meatballs in your mouth? How's my meatballs in your mouth? Come on. Wow. Uh, and they eat a lot of, um, and they drink a lot of milk. I still struggle with um, food here, but like. Ben, <laughs> we should connect the Swedes milk. with Suraya. Oh my God, you guys, we've <laughs> just blown open. We've solved it. When you listen we've to the, okay, do you need to listen. To, no, but we didn't record no, actually, that. I don't record yeah, that part. I don't record that rant. Listen. I don't record it. Okay, I don't, so I don't know if anyway, this. Anyway, guys, we had a guest on earlier. No, we can't put this on the record. On we can't, this is, this is putting our lives at risk. Mm. Listen, there's, oh, yeah, there's, yeah, a, there's big a big milk conspiracy. Okay, guys, that, anyway, yeah. That's what you must know. There's a big milk conspiracy right now. And it's it's affecting a lot of big people and they were very upset. There's about milk it. cartels and milk Yeah, no, it's it's a big deal. So mm. we're gonna we're gonna link Sweden, Zim. You've just helped us figure out Shout out to a huge deal. So I mean, you you bust this case wide open. I'm glad to be here to do that for y'all. <laughs> Uh, um, yes, Philip, you're about right, you're so about to I'm play a song. song yes, please. I'm gonna send a song by uh, by Thesis Zeta. It's called Sondela. I love the sound of these ladies. Then you're insane, and they're doing an amazing thing. <laughs> House B, man, come on, man, change the game. I'm gonna add that to the playlist right now. Speaking of, guys, make sure you subscribe to the music from the podcast playlist.
Um, I'm going to give you guys an option to hear one of three new Zimbabwean songs that have come out. The Return of Maskiri, according to some people, his best song in decades. No. no. <laughs> Which are the other two options? Maskiri featuring DJ Face. It's called Mandy. Option two. The, no, the, no, no. The, the Zimbabwean Mbingress herself, Rachel J. With the brand new song, My One. (laughs) (laughs) Option three. (laughs) Tanto Wavy and Stacey Macheso. The daughter to Alec. No, no, no. Okay, guys, we no. Are, no, no, guys. No, no, wait, wait, hold up, hold up, guys. Hold up, like hold up, guys. Hold up. No, guys. No, at this point, at this point, we have to make a decision for content. Okay, we've got to, we've got to make in- engaging content. Like we've lost a little bit of momentum, so we've got to get it back. Dan, play that Rachel J. Let's go. See, I, I feel like you guys were too quick to judge. Let's hear that Rachel J. Let's go. This is your girl, Ray. Are you ready for this? Let's go. Look here. I'm falling, I'm falling for him. What can I do? I, I almost don't want to stop it. I, I have to keep it I'm going. Falling, I don't want to stop I'm it. I'm falling in love. Stop it. Hey, Mr. Man, I love what you are. Don't you ever cheat it? I think you're open. Quit in the mood. You know, you're not a sad. Quit in the mood. How's your night? I really want to. You broke, you broke Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. like I feel I feel like that that's that's a person who's really trapped. I hate to say it this way, but they're really trying to be Amara or Chengetai. Yes, yeah. Not not you, Chengetai. He means Chengetai. No. <laughs> Let me have this. I told him I want you. I told him I want you. Give us, give come on, give her a chance. She's falling in love. With <laughs> Bushiri. No, so no, you guys, no. first of all, don't be no. rude and don't be mean. Um, she is a lovely looking woman. All right, so you, like how you said lovely looking as opposed to lovely sounding. I don't like this negative you know, tone that you're taking here. You know, when you are gabs, you just understand that God gives with one hand. <laughs> who, I want to you know, know who was in the studio, who produced, like, what were they like, go, yeah, girl, yeah, girl. What? Rachel J is probably your skid. Is it on a skid production? Um, it is. Let me get it for you quickly. Yeah. It is Levels Chill Spot. Okay. Aha. Uh-huh. Do you want to know who the songwriter was? Go on then. It was Nice Killer. <laughs> Do you want to know who the backing vocalist was? Where are you hitting these credits? It was. From? It, it was. It was Shash. <laughs> it was Shashil. Are you lying, Dad? No. How did they know that? You're lying. I'm not lying. Do, do you want to know who did the nails? Yes, you guys. Come on. Whoa. 
You guys. Wow. Calm down. I'll tell you. It's okay. Nails were done oh, by wow. Gracious yeah. Mongongo. <laughs> anyway. He did a toes. You got to credit every creative nowadays. You got it. You got it. So, um, there's also a new Pro Beats song, but I was thinking I would, we can end with that. I, I would want no credit. No, now my name is attached to this. Like, no, no it's fine. It's fine. Let's, I'll ghostwrite it. It's edible. It's totally, it's totally fine. Ah. So you think Nice Killer is a real name, Phil? <laughs> I was like, oh, my, my name. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's the new Tanto Wavy. Tanto Wavy, if you didn't know, is dating Alec Macheso's daughter, Stacy Macheso. And today, together, they're a music power couple because she makes music too, like Afrobeat style music. This is their song, Unona. And yeah. I wonder who did that part. Recording stopped. Recording in progress. Quick thoughts all around, guys. Tanto Wave is an enigma to me, to be honest. It really is an enigma. Why? Um, the, he has moments when he's brilliant, shine through. Then he has moments where I'm wondering where is it going with with his artistic expression. On this one, I don't get it. I can hear like the the sungura elements, like the guitar element, but I'm wondering where is it going with this? Like it, it, it mm. sounds like there was something that was supposed to left like on the cutting room floor or something like that. So like you know like what you do when you're like you know like when you're busy think like when you doodle yeah it, it sounds like doodling doodling like a half form song to me I, I want i want listeners to know that this is tinashe saying these things tinashe um, not phil not dead this is tinashe please direct all your complaints to tinashe thank you so much uh, I think he's got better songs than this one, but I, I, I like I see his vibe. I see what he's doing. I think so too. I, I, when you say like, where's he going with this? I think he's he's probably trying to churn out as much of the Sungura hip hop vibe till we actually like till everybody snaps onto it. And I think it's a good idea. I think he's he's got to like release as much as possible. 
It's called tr- I'm not it's sure called... about the collaboration though. I don't nah. know. Yeah, the collab wasn't doesn't that great. sound well together. Nah. I, I, you... I'm not really familiar with her stuff, but like oh, are you guys saying that it's a bad idea for Zimbabwean rappers to feature their girlfriends on songs? Yeah. That yes, that's what yeah. I was gonna say. Yes. I'm all for women empowerment, but this kind of empowerment is not going well. No. Mm, I think you guys are too scared to admit that you're haters. <laughs> tomatoes are gonna tomate and potatoes are gonna what? Uh-huh. You should collaborate with me. <laughs> Madam. Madam. I don't even do music. <laughs> this is not that type of podcast. <laughs> All right. Listen, uh I got I got one more song which is a new uh, Pro Beats. We can end the podcast with that. You guys won't hear it. Mm. You you have to listen to the podcast to check it out. Uh, but I think it's I, I I would love to push Pro Beats as much as possible. I think he's dope. So you know, I think Dan. Before we close, I think let's yeah. go around the room and get our favorite moments. What is your favorite moment for our three hundred episodes? Let's start with. Uh, I think hey, I think, I think we should do we should do top twenty moments. Dan, who's the oldest listener between Priscilla and Tapio? Who's the oldest listener? No, no, no. Phil, we have to do top. Each person has to name twenty moments. Top twenty moments. Uh, yeah, to make this memory. Yeah. Right. yeah. All right. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, actually, who is first between Tapio and Priscilla? You know it's what? It's me, guys. You, Come on. You guys can argue amongst yourselves backstage <laughs> over who's going to go first. It's me. Tapio. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Tapio, go first. Go first. Honor, uh, ladies. All right, so I I like every time you have Simba tags on, every single time you have him on, and um, I really liked the metaphysics episode. I I listen to it sometimes when I'm you know bored. Mm-hmm. And Which one? The first one or the second one? The fir- no, no, the sec- the first one, the first one, the one. The one where I'm not on. Wow. The one without me? Wow. No. Okay, no. So I lie. The second one. And then... <laughs> wait, wait, the second one. There was the one... There was the one where you guys spoke with, like, I think it was Dutch and someone, and then, like, they were, like, going mad, angry at metaphysics for some of his comments. Do you remember that? Hey, this... I was like, wait. This is, like, 2013, yo. Yes, like th- for me, those are like the episodes I really love. To be honest, I don't know why. Nice, but I mean, but obviously, there's the MF Doom one you you guys did the 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 tribute mm-hmm. that was brilliant for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who are you calling? Do you know what time it is? <laughs> Who are you calling? Call where I want. <laughs> oh. The metaphysics, okay. Well, thanks. Hello. Yo. Dave, what do you say? Don't say anything incriminating. Okay. I've got the podcast listener who's aghast, mouth over. He's like, oh my God, it's Simba Tags. Yeah, yeah. What's happening right now? Oh, hello, podcast listener. Uh, say, say hi to I please. Just give me a shout out. Simba tags, I love you so much. Me too. Me too. Me, me too, Simba. Me too, man. I love you so much, Simba. Come on, man. I want to hug you, bro. 
No, like, hey, it's like on another level. Are you hearing this? Mm. <laughs> got fans. Mm. Thank you. Even even my husband, my husband knows this as well. So. <laughs> Simba has always had Simba has always done well with the ladies. Don't go bore us Simba, how do you do it, man? Teach us the skills. Look, these things just come naturally to you. Mm. Yeah. Not anything that you know you can really speak on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm a big fan. I've been listening to. I've been listening to you, Simba, since I think you had uh, a mixtape that you were giving away. I think at Kotko back in 2010. I think it was called the Business. Wow. Really dope. Yes, 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 yes. The Business. I, I, yeah. I've been a big and fan so, of you since the was, food album. There was an. There was an. I mean, you did. There was. I think track three. I'm just forgetting what it's called, but I still remember the songs. Track three and track ten. You did a song with Ammunition Girls. And then you did. I'm just forgetting track three. I'm just forgetting what it's called. Um, I think it's called the business, if I remember correctly. But yeah, big fan. Still have that. I have that mixtape. You know, I found it like sometime this year. Yeah, no, I still have. Ah, I just put on the DSPs, my guy. Yeah, we have. To. Mm. A lot of, a lot of, um, I think now the old, the 31 and 32 year old would be like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, while we're at it, let's, let's, let's re-release the food album. Um, yes. Yeah. I've also, I've also got that in my archive. Yeah. Same. My God. Mm. I, I know you guys. But which version of the food album? So there's two different versions. We may have got the remix version with the Johnny Blazo bonus track. That thing was to the terribly. Simba, where are you talking to us from? Why do you sound are you are you in your blankets, my man? Who me? Are you in your blankets? What's going on, man? It's I don't see. I don't sleep, bro. Uh, I don't sleep. That's true. Yeah, that's also true. Ah, yeah. Amen. Anyway, we. I'm in front of my laptop. I'm in front of my laptop right now. We let's get spring rolls sometime, brother. But you must also sleep a little bit. Hey, Simba, why did tricycle become a bigger song? Uh, because the girls, their parents wanted them to um, concentrate on their studies. That's a shame. That talent. That talent. Are these yeah, they really. Did. They were supposed to go and shoot a video in South Africa. And that's when the parents started saying, "I, I, I, and then that's it. I don't know which goals you guys All are right. talking about. <laughs> anyway, this is supposed to be a brief conversation. Text Dogbert Mangwana. I feel. Mm. Say goodbye to your mm. fans. They are all aghast. It's very annoying. These are these are supposed to be our fans. <laughs> Meanwhile, they are going Google Gaga over you. This is embarrassing. You have no pull in the streets. Look, one day you'll make it. I want you to keep pushing. <laughs> mm. Wow. Never give up on yourself. Mm. 
comb your hair and you know everything will work out. Brush your teeth. No, thank you. Ah, the teeth don't really matter. Take it, don't matter Oh yeah. All right. You are a married woman. Please have some composure. Thank Damn it. Phil. No, thank you, Phil. Thank you so much. I want to die right now. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> My life has been fulfilled. It's, I'm telling you guys have no idea. Shit. We have no pulling these streets down. This is none. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good reminder. That show. We take it for our granted. Show. One of my celebrities. You tags is a celebrity. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even before the celeb days. Yay, yay, yay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just did. Deep breaths, deep anyway, breaths, some water. Charlene, what is your favorite moment from our 300 episodes? I'm really. It's hard to say. <laughs> it's hard to pinpoint one specific moment, but mm, um, so usually my favorite parts are just like. Um, other debates like when you guys just um debate topics and um yeah just the back and forth and the different um points of view and in terms of an episode i would say it was the anele episode i really love that one i'm not calling anele yeah <laughs> there was also the beyonce episode yeah <laughs> the Drake episode. <laughs> My jokes and not your episode. <laughs> Anel has got a new show on uh, Supersport. So yeah, oh, yes, yes, he's doing well. Once again, the two BG bump. I mean, guys, well, when will they give us? Our- when will we get our respect? Maybe, All maybe, right, maybe. let's now move on to Tinashe. Tinashe, your favorite episode from 300. Hey, wait, no, favorite moment from 300 episodes. There we go. That's English. Right. Um, right. Um, as Charlene said, I like the Daniel episode. And for me, for me, it's one of those episodes where, where obviously, like, you have a couple of questions that you're running with that you're running with, but it tends to evolve into a, a much higher level kind of conversation. Basically, and it just keeps on going and going and going. And I also liked the December Tags episode when he featured in, I especially like, I think it was right before the Pungwe album thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and to me, to this day, it's like the best, piece of work like that you that that's ever come out i'm like i constantly listen to that thing and i'm like yes yes right there right yeah exactly especially the gz the the prayer the prayer item i'm like yes this is like my grind song right there Mm. then right then i also like the the kim shapai the episode where we got a little bit of inside this to as to like the the inner workings of like military touch at the time and as well as like just the whole general like like the whole general like what's the industry what's the entertainment industry like, especially when you're dealing with artists and promoters and that kind of thing. And you you guys tend to give us glimpses here and there. 
glimpses here and there, but that one was like a bit more in depth. Particularly, you, you particularly with, I think we we're mainly using job phrase as like an example for for that kind of thing. There are many others to name. Is there are many others to name? But I think like those were like one of the top three top three that come to my mind or top few. Yeah, that 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 keen episode was top top. Top class. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Yeah. Interesting. We now move on to the 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 the, the second Joto Chenge. I'm not the first. I'm joking. <laughs> 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 um, I I really liked. Um, I also liked the Anila episode. That was hilarious. Also, like the ones with Pandora, I, I really liked the um, the empty plate episode as well. That was hilarious. I think that you guys, like Pandora and the two of you, like your humor, your, your sense of humor is like different. But when it comes together, it's just absolutely amazing. It was hilarious. And I also liked the Aya Star um, interview because I really like her. I really like her music. I like her whole vibe. Mm. And also my favorite was your first ever like AKA interview on the podcast. Cause um, yeah, that was also like really cool. And that it hurts when I pee. I think that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> like rec- out of the recent episodes. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Also the, the, the play on words was excellent. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Uh, listeners are like five years old, but like, <laughs> 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 it hurts when I pee. Huh? Like it was killer. <laughs> 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 All right, Samu, you're up. What's your favorite moment from 300 episodes? Um, I'm gonna echo the other listeners. Um, the Anila episode is one of my faves as well because, like, I, I used to listen to her radio show. Uh, when I was in SA. So that felt like I was in one of her old radio, I mean, radio shows. So that was really nice. Um, and then I also liked um, the Kanduro episodes are very nice. And then I also liked like um, the Eben Grooves episodes, kind of like the old school, how they, they would talk about what went on back then. Those are quite nice. Mm. And the last one was, I think when, when, there was a time when Zim shut down the internet and then you guys dropped an episode after that and I wasn't home. It was really tough to get hold of people. So when you guys dropped an episode, that was like, okay, people can still get things done. So that was nice. That, that was, uh, yeah. I can't believe we recorded an episode that time. That was a, that was a crazy week. Yeah. You know, Dan, like, you know, like, w- w- when people are looking for guidance, they turn to us. You know, we were we, rounding for us. We were in the trenches of the war, whipping out our microphones, setting up. Actually, Dan, are you forgetting? That was that day I had to, I, I had to take some to the airport yeah, room, and I, I was stuck in traffic going to the airport for six hours. I, and the thing is, people couldn't reach you, so they were calling me. I remember that day uh, very yeah. well. Shem. Um, but you are. It's up to you now. See, another person, like two people, just came in and left. It, it's uh, we need we need to figure out what's going on with our Patreon turnover. 
No, I've, I've what's it called? Uh, like I said, I've been following for a while. Um, sure. I think the first episode that, you know, got me on the radar, because I used to follow um, uh, African hip hop blog back in the day. But then Two Broke Trimbles, my first, my first one, and probably my first memory of like, these guys are dope, um, was uh, the Casper New Vest interview that you guys did. Uh, because I consume a lot of, you know, content like on what you call this. At the time, I was just discovering, like, getting onto things like Breakfast Club, etc. And it was great to see. I was like, oh, wow, there's. The thing is, whenever you mm. mention Breakfast Club mm. or Charlemagne, oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, some we of my favorite. <laughs> so, sorry, we lost you for a second, man. So, we. Oh, okay. No. <clears throat> after you said Breakfast Club, it just went quiet. Okay. No, I was just saying. No, and I was just saying that I just got onto things like Breakfast Club, consuming that type of content. So, you know, just seeing, you know, um, equivalents, if not better, coming out from the local scene. I was like, this is really dope. Um, you know, just seeing, you know, all of those stories coming out. Um, and then uh, I think some of my highlights, Nadia Nakai, a.k.a. I've already said Casper, the Chim and the episode recently, that was really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I, because I'm an economist and because I've always followed the business side of things, I always love it when you guys break things down on the business side of things. Like if something happens, an incident happens, and then you literally sit down and you break down. Like you guys did it for that Meekles thing just the other day. Just to say, guys, you could literally have done A, B, C, and D. Walking through all of those steps, that's always dope. The Audio Mac episode uh, was like, you know, really, really I, I, I enjoyed that. Napoleon uh, was another one that stood out to me. And then I think the last one, you know, to get a sense of what was going on at Military Touch, for me, the Tamuka episode. Mm. Right. Are you reading from a list, Julio? <laughs> that was that was very prepared. Like, how long have you been preparing this, you guys? Do you see this? Do you see other people prepared? Their talking points. Okay, they wrote them down. You guys come here freestyling. Ha! Unprofessional. I thought you guys. Were you cool. gave him a heads up before us. I, I thought you guys were cool. I appreciated everything you guys said, and I think you. He's in the same group as you. Okay, he's in the same group. <laughs> I thought you guys. Mr. Choto, what's your favorite memory? Yo, 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 yo. Ah, my, my favorite moment, you know, is from way back. Um, I remember the. It was the Take Fizo and uh, Tati. Tati. That was like our like second or third episode. That's, what exactly. I, that's, the one, that's the one I was talking about. Anyway, sorry. Carry on. <laughs> I, I liked how you guys recreated uh, kind of like, a, you know, those episodes that, uh, sorry, the, the interviews they used to do back on radio, you know, when they interviewed art, artists, like from a set, you know, it's almost like they have the same questions over and over and you kind of recreated that. It was, it was funny. It was hilarious. It was one of my favorite moments. But uh, over the years as well, uh, my other favorite episode has to be, you know, when you guys had Kudamsa Siwa and uh, Munya, you know, Kudoguru. If I'm not mistaken, I think that was your first like episode to encroach kind of like the three hour mark, and uh, <laughs> that's where you dropped the, the whole like hour to ninety minutes. <laughs> but it was a very you know 
it was it was it was a fun episode insightful you know kuda is a is a great dude and you know to to know that much about him you know like through through the podcast was it was just amazing uh being an aka fan as well it was true to have aka uh dalez as well enjoyed that one and uh yeah i mean if we had the episode you know it, all the other episodes you know it's been great uh, recently i think um Maybe the Chi Chi Chimende episode, great voice, lovely voice, you know. But uh, yeah, good good to look back uh, fondly um, to what you guys have you know produced. Oh, thanks, thanks. I actually forgot about that. Yo, I remember back then because I was still figuring out the templates. I think it took me two days to do the artwork for the Tataya and Take Fizzle episode. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. It was at the height too. I think it was. Remember, everyone was just trying to force people to be either, you know, like uh, uh, MMT few kings or, or few kings. You know, we, we, <laughs> exactly. we were we were the J Prince <laughs> that time, Philip. It was beef, and we put people together. We we squashed the beef. You know what I mean? Stop the violence. That's what we're about. We're about unity, my brothers and sisters. Mm. We can't see our two black brothers beefing. And we we're like, no, 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 no. We're bringing y'all together right now. We're gonna stop this. Yeah. Fungai, thanks for joining us. You are late, but you still have an opportunity to contribute. We're now going around the room to get people's favorite moments from our 300 episodes. What's your favorite moment from our 300 episodes? Oh, what's up, people? I don't, I don't know. Actually, I got many. Um, trying to think. Uh, was it was that episode where we did with um uh, with King Kandoro just before they closed off their podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. around that time, that was yeah, that was that was actually one of my my favorite. The crossover episode uh, would probably be my favorite one. Mm. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for sharing those. You know, it's valuable feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we're here to let you know that this is actually our last episode. Um, uh, so thank, uh, thanks, thanks, thanks for being part of we thought this would be an opportunity to pass the torch you guys have clearly shown your ability you guys can organize your own zoom amongst yourselves I will get you an interview with Drake guys guys can I just say, I don't. The number of times I have emailed Munya Chawawa's people, trying to get them to try to get him on your show. I have DM. I've done everything. Okay. No, we need to do more. Amen. We just need to flood them with emails. We need. Let's, yeah, we need to flood do this. Munya's people. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, you know. We it's must. not a bad idea. It's Let's not. band together. Mm-hmm. I will join in the struggle. I'm doing it right now. Phil is, Phil is joking, of course. But the day will come, guys. The day will come. And we want to stave it off as far as possible. So we rely on your support. You know what I'm saying? If you are listening right now, we want to keep that day as far away as possible. So, uh, just up the Patreon. You know what I'm saying? Just up it. Times two. If anyone would like to sponsor some unplugged tickets as well for us, you're welcome to do that so we can give you a, a nice review. The VIP tickets are going for fifty dollars. Um yeah. Yeah, how much? Fifty dollars. 
Oh, I thought you said 250. I was like... I meant Ooh. 250, actually. I, I misspoke <laughs> what I meant to say. <laughs> it's, it's, good. It's, it's, it's good to have unplugged back. I'm in need of a new phone. Kana kunyara mfunge. Wow. <laughs> Where's the shame? <laughs> wow. No sh- shame whatsoever. Listen. Give me the latest uh, iPhone. <laughs> sure thing. Bring in your orders, guys. <laughs> we want to thank you guys for your support. Thank you so much. I, I know it's, uh, you know, you have to pay for a lot of things. You got to pay for Netflix and Amazon and two broke twimbles on top. We appreciate it. Ooh. Everyone else who's a patron, uh, a patron, a Patreon subscriber, we appreciate you. Everyone who sends in donations, thank you so much. Uh, Three hundred episodes is no mean feat. Of course, that includes the Mental Wellness Mondays episodes. I know. Do you guys listen to Mental Wellness Mondays episodes? Yes. Yes. Every week. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Doctor Nyarai. Others are quiet. Anyway, it's okay. You don't have to, like mm-hmm. we made different content. It's fine if you prefer one or yes, the other. What I'm saying is, every now and again, go and listen because. You might be surprised. It might be something that you quite enjoy. Uh, but please, uh, everyone else who is tuned in, you too can be part of the Patreon uh, crew, the squad, the brokies, as we like to call them. No, I'm joking. That's a terrible name. Um, the, 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 the Two Broke Twimbos Patreon is uh, a way for us to connect directly because we'll put you in a WhatsApp group and we can actually have situations like this. TwoBrokeTwimbos.com forward slash, forward slash donate. Yes not Patreon. Um, and we would appreciate the donate. If you haven't donated for 300 episodes, I feel like this time you can be like, ah, you know what? 300. I mean, come on. Um, but for everyone else, you can also show us support just by liking, sharing, retweeting, dropping a comment. We've actually had a couple of comments recently. Phil, I see you had lined them up. Indeed. I just noticed some, some new comments. We had, we have one here from, Dade stars. And he gives us five stars. He's like, thank you guys. You're amazing. And I mean, of course, with the heading, breath of fresh air. I mean, you know, we don't pay these people to say this, Dan. We don't pay them. They just, this is from their heart. This is how they feel. And I mean, from, from the moons, five stars. It's that good. Look, listening at work might get you fired because of the random outburst of laughter. Do with that information what you will. And that's from Stan Scrudum. Stan Squared TM. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. Stan Squared TM. Yes, yes. When I created that account, nah, and then, I thought it would be easy to read. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Shout, shout out to everyone who leaves a review. Once again, if you can't support us financially because you know times are tough, that's what you need to do. Just head on over to your podcast app. Leave us a comment or review, or just send us a shout out on the socials. Really appreciate it. Speaking of which, Dan, radio play. Was you? Did you see the message from them? I did. Yes, I shall respond. I will indeed. Um, um, once again, guys, if you please keep in mind, if you do want to get radio play or or bribe Dan, please direct him, or rather, message him directly. Don't come to the Two Broke Tumbos page because Be then like I, 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 take, I take my twenty five percent. Um, so yeah, if you want to make sure that Dan gets the money in full, just go to him directly. Please don't bribe me and don't make jokes about it. <laughs> like it's a, it's a serious thing. <laughs> uh, 
I remember someone once sent me EcoCash to say like, Isha, thanks for expediting everything. And I sent it right back. I was my man. I need you to acknowledge that you have received this back. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, no. Thank you very much to everyone who supported. As usual, please keep on following. Uh, we'll have more episodes for you soon. We might have some other exciting stuff coming through as well. Depends. Let's see how things go. Um, so yeah, stick around. We'll let you know. Uh, but we will be ending with the new Pro Beats. It's uh, Pro Beats and Tawanda Mapanda. It's called. Oh, oh. Ngo- All right, guys. Thank you, guys. We love you. Bye bye. We out. Oh, we're not going to do the thing at the end. We're, we're, we're about to do it. We're about oh, on yeah. three, guys. Yeah. On three. One, <laughs> two, two and a half, three. <laughs> okay. We out. Thanks, guys.